And now, the first in our series, Humour from Across the Multiverse, Klingon Jokes. We don't know. What did the Romulan do with the marrow? <laughs> I have, I've heard that one. Oh, oh, well, there's always one. Next week, Limericks of Questionable Morality by R2-D2. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to Staggering Stories number one, seven, what was it? Five? Five. Five. Let's start again. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome all to Staggering Stories number one, seven, five. <gasps> At the moment, we are a plague ship. We are struck down with death, disease. Bring out your dead. <laughs> and general bunged up noses. So please. <laughs> okay, here we, go <laughs> yeah. we all sound a little different this time. Yes, yes. So please bear with us as we snuffle, cough, and splutter our way through this exceedingly wonderful podcast. And snort. You oh, and snort. snort. We forgot snort, yes. Yeah. But in case, I am the real Keith Dunn. You've fired off in my ear. Again. I'm fake Keith. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Adam. That's a big one. And I'm Masterman. Oh, it's gone everywhere. (laughs) You burst everywhere. You did. It happens. What a weird smell. Cordite. (laughs) I can just smell it. I can't smell anything. (laughs) And without further ado, let us bound into... The news with El Presidente. I miss Crumbly. Doctor Who news. Uh, Audio books taken by Random House. Yay! After the collapse of Audio Go, BBC Worldwide has announced... See, I can't do a posh voice when my voice is sort of screwed. (laughs) BBC Worldwide? No, it doesn't work, does it? After the collapse of Audio Go, BBC Worldwide has announced that Random House Audio will take over responsibility for sales and distribution of the entire BBC Audio range. In addition to the existing ranges, Random House Audio will begin producing new releases developed and co published alongside BBC Worldwide in the same fashion Audio Go were before them. Hooray! Sounds Anyone fatal. with downloads purchased from Audio Go has only a few weeks left to retrieve them from the Audio Go website before it is finally closed on the 1st of February 2014. Audio Go purchases are not expected to be honoured by Random House Ooh. Audio, so don't miss out on your MP3s. Mm, that so, sounds lethal. Good and bad news. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You look very dashing in your bow tie. 
tie. Oh, you too. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Yeah, it's well, a good bow tie, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we all had. Well, I threw us out before. Look, getting back. Keith's is a bit secondhand <laughs> bow ties. Well, this, this, well, it's such a, you're you're doing the Matt Smith. I'm more the Pat Troughton bow tie. Yes, yes. Pat Troughton's bow tie looked better than that. It was only one. <laughs> only it was t- attached to his collar by a safety pin. Ah, okay. You win. Cutbacks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but our party poppers did match our bow oh, ties. Yes. They did, yeah. Right. Doctor Who IDW final comic has been published. Oh. IDW's final Doctor Who comic, the Paul Connell penned The Girl Who Loved Doctor Who, is now out in physical and digital forms. Chris Ryle, IDW's editor-in-chief, said... Thank you, readers and retailers on both shores for trusting this American upstart to handle your (laughs) beloved 50-year-old Time Lord. Thanks to the BBC for giving us that shot in the first place. And a final note of gratitude to all the creators who made for such companions along the way. Thanks, Crumbly. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) There is still no word on who will take over the licence, but no doubt we won't see any new comics outside of DWM until we start witnessing Capaldi in action. Capaldi. Capaldi. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I did enjoy the IDWs. I I went more for the collected comics rather than the the trade paperbacks rather than the issued comics. And the artwork on a couple of them, I will admit, was... How can we put it? Random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be to be polite. But some Too of the stories of and, and when they had their act together, some of the stories were good and I, I will mm. miss it. Yeah. Because it's yeah. something I used to keep my eye open when I was ever down planet way. They got Clara on board at the end there and then it all went to hell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they lost license. oh dear. Oh dear. It still still ranks, doesn't it? Still, <laughs> it's still a bitter pill. <laughs> Do they own Panini or is that a separate company? That's a separate company. Separate company. Oh, okay. Separate. So they're, they're still because, okay at the moment. Uh, that, the whole point of the i could be mistaken but the whole point of the license was idw couldn't sell in england because they would have contravened the panini license so there was a little bit of uh it's a bit odd yeah yeah, it was a little bit iffy and hazy that's why you could only get them through places like the forbidden planet panini license i've never heard that phrase before (laughs) panini a little bit of salami on the side you're hungry now (laughs) you know when i collected the uh the panini football stickers as a kid i didn't even know that that was the name of a sandwich (laughs) was it back then i was sure it was i don't think they've stolen the name from the stickers so what the sandwich was named after the football stickers yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Ant Man, Paul Rudd cast as Pym. Ooh. Edgar Wright's Marvel superhero flick has cast its eponymous, eponymous Ant Man in the form of comedy actor Paul Rudd. Mm. You may know Rudd from, Rudd from such films as Anchorman, Knocked Up, Our Idiot Brother, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and Anchorman Two. Mm. Yes, according to Marvel lore, Hank Pym has a helmet. That can control ants with the ability to shrink down to ant size. Together they would fight crime. Yep. Expect the film in late July 2015. I cannot believe you giggled <laughs> at the word helmet. It's because I paused. I mean, how old are you? <laughs> so I've got a cold in my nose, mother flump. I've got a cold in my nose, mother flump. <laughs> An adventure in space and time. The music. Hooray! Oh, it's a musical now. Well, not quite. <laughs> it's on stage. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Move over, yeah, move over, wicked. <laughs> Silver Screen Records are to release a CD of music, the Doctor Who creation docudrama, An Adventure in Space and Time. The score written by Edmund Butt. No laughing. 
who also composed the original score music to Life of Mars and Ashes to Ashes, will be released in early 2014. So his name's Ooh. Ed Butt. Ed Butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a it's what Zinedine Zidane does if you talk about his mother. <laughs> Silver Screen have had a busy year this year, haven't they? They have, uh, yeah. Two compilations, a four and eleven disc, and now this. Yes. Like this is coming out too. Spider-Man Ooh. spins off. <laughs> Sony Pictures, who own the big screen rights to your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, are looking to get in on the multiple film franchise business, no doubt eyeing with jealousy the cinematic bombardment of the Marvel-owned films and even DC's Justice League plans. Mm. Sony are pinning their hopes on two Spider-Man villain films, one based on Venom, the other on Sinister Six. Who? Yeah, who? I've never heard of. I've, you have heard of them. I have heard of them. Their yeah. pool of characters is certainly looking a little anemic compared to Marvel's <laughs> upcoming slate of Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the boldness of Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron, and the aforementioned Ant-Man, all within the next 18 months or so. Uh, mm. the, the, the Sinister Six was meant to be a group of uh, uh, Spider-Man villains. I'm trying to remember. Doc Ock? Uh, Doc Ock was one of them. Green Vulture, Goblin? Uh, I think Green Goblin. That's uh, the only ones I know. Yeah, crocodile <laughs> guy from the... Is it, uh, isn't me, or Spider-Man villains just a lot more boring than Marvel? <laughs> um, well, they're all Marvel. They're all Marvel. No, 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 what I mean is uh, Avengers. The, oh, right, the Avengers you. stuff I find really interesting, but the Spider-Man is just, oh, so dull. <laughs> yeah. well, the, the, the reason they, I think, span it off or, or rebooted it is so they could keep hold of the copyright because mm-hmm. Marvel sold the copyright to, what is it, Sony? or uh, Yeah, Sony Pictures owned yeah. the, uh, the rights. Yeah, the sold, the, sold yeah. the rights to Sony before the Avengers all started up. So film-wise, it sort of split off and kept quiet in his own little universe. Yeah, so it, it but, should be with the Avengers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I think Spider-Man yeah. was an Avenger at one point in time. Yeah. It should be. It'd be much more interesting. Yeah. yeah. So they've got their own little version of Marvel yeah. over there. Because I think, according to one of the stories, Iron Man actually built him a Spidey suit at one point. Ooh. So he had an Iron Spider. <laughs> <laughs> I have an addendum. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. What, what is your It's addendum? kind of a sci-fi addendum. Oh, oh sci-fi. Sheila Hancock yes. played right. Helen H. Was yes, it? Patrol. Helen A. Yeah. Yep. Helen A in the Happiness Patrol. She's going to space. Recently was in theatre with Keely Hawes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And allegedly there's been a major bitch fight and as a result, Keely Hawes has been uh, recast and will no longer be starring alongside Sheila Hancock. Wow. One wonders what happened there. I know. Do some digging. I shall look on the Daily Mail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it must be true if it's appeared in the Daily Mail. (laughs) This is The Independent. Okay. okay. It doesn't quite have the same echo to it. Keely Hawes quits (laughs) West End play barking in Essex after clashes with Sheila Hancock. This fight. Who would win? (laughs) Keely Hawes would win this fight. Actress Keely Hawes has quit the West End show Barking in Essex after continually clashing with her co-star Sheila Hancock in what one source described as a battle between two divas. (laughs) According to the Mail on Sunday, Ah. the pair had reportedly been at loggerheads ever since rehearsals for the production, which began in August this year, with the situation coming to a head shortly before Christmas when a particularly heated argument allegedly led to an arm grabbing incident Ooh. Ooh, arm grabbing Ooh. a source claimed horse who starred as Chrissy Packer in the play felt Hancock was trying to dictate how the cast should behave in some scenes leading to furious rows between the two and ultimately her exit 
So she tried to tell Sheila how to act. Well, the yeah. way around, that sounds right. Oh, okay. Mm. Ooh, Which okay. led to an arm grabbing incident. Arm grabbing. Right, you bitch. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> right, the BBC. Is there th- any arm grabbing in yours? No, no, no arm grabbing on mine. Oh. There, there is some criminal intent, though. No. Ooh. Sometime over the Christmas period, apparently the BBC was hacked. Oh yes, yes, I heard about yes, this. yes. Someone got into the BBC internal server. Adam, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and looking for pictures of Gilbo Baggins. <laughs> Apparently, they used files that could only be accessed by somebody who already controlled the FTP BBC.co.uk. Adam, <laughs> and they. How can I put it? They didn't pull information out of it. They didn't uh, try to implant informa- any information. They sold the website address. Yeah, they, they advertised. <laughs> they it, advertised. They? <laughs> they so you, they you yourself caught. can hack into BBC right, if you go okay. to, to this point. And uh, they advertised on a uh, cyber security firm in Milwaukee, apparently. <laughs> and, <laughs> a Milwaukee alerted the BBC to, to have this all stole, shut down. It is possible they used stolen orphan black footage as proof of their product. Oh, oh season yeah. two stuff. Right? I think season two. Naughty. Yeah. So yeah. that's the equivalent of the black market. Yes. Stuff yeah. stolen. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, they got hacked. Oh. Oh. They got caught by advertising the fact that they'd hacked yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Does that lead back to them, though, if they're asking for money? Well, this was the one minute flaw in their the, plan. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the two minute flaws, advertising it and asking for money. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No doctor, of course. No, no, no. They had access to the BBC network for around three days, apparently. They're probably trying to get pictures yeah. of that little cordoned off area we couldn't go to in Cardiff that was behind mm. the TARDIS set. Or, or oh, maybe, maybe. maybe proof the face that it actually wasn't. Amy or Amelia running up the stairs, as somebody else said. <laughs> Little boy. Yes. Not that all the clues are pointing towards Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Any more news? No more news. No, that's my one small addendum. That was the news. <laughs> right, we've been watching television. This may have come as a surprise to most of um, you. Is that all we do? Yes, that's pretty much, pretty yeah. much all yeah. we yeah. do. This yes. time we did it together. We, we did. did. We, oh, oh, oh. Well. Yeah. we all gathered in the sick house. <laughs> the alcohol. Even the alcohol didn't get rid of no. these colds. Yeah, they not. <laughs> tried to drown them in slow gin. We tried. It didn't work. <laughs> Mold cider. And we watched The Time, Time of the Doctor, I think. It's all a blur now. I don't know if that's the cold or the alcohol. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column A. (laughs) Right, I would just like to get my tuppence worth in. Go on. Ever since Time of the Doctor came out, I've just been reading post after post on Facebook and Twitter saying how awful it was. And I bloody loved it. (laughs) I thought it was really, really good. I had a couple of minor quibbles, which I'm sure we will address. But I thought from beginning to end, it was absolutely fantastic, especially the bit at the end where he sneezed himself into Peter Capaldi. <laughs> it um, happened. I loved the air guitar murdering of the Daleks. <laughs> murdering, murdering. Yeah, well, I suppose war. Well, they are living in there technically, aren't they? Yeah. I loved the whole being naked in front of Clara's family. Um, you or Matt Smith? Sorry? Was it you or Matt Smith this time? I Were you it naked? Matt Smith. Oh, it's no, 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 don't, don't, I, I can't think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
I love the appearance of Amy Pond at the end because it was unexpected. Yeah. Um, I thought he, he gave her. He did. I saw him. He gasped. Shed a, shed a tear. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the regeneration itself was very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved it from beginning to end. The only thing I had a quibble with mm-hmm. was why did he age? Because why wouldn't he? Well, because. Um, when the astronaut killed him by the lake, yep. Yep. he started off their age about 940. Yep. And then when he came back to them, he was 1,200 years old. He's he, years old, yeah. Yeah, and he hadn't aged at all then. Yeah. And we've, they said in this, uh, this episode that he was in, the, in Christmas for 300 years. More than that by the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's but right. he hadn't aged the tiniest bit in um, the impossible astronaut during the impossible astronaut, yeah. So you well, still you still age. Also, it's his and, last regeneration. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. But no, I, I don't understand why he aged as drastically as he did, I and I don't understand how any person in any universe whatsoever could name their son Barnable. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, Matt Smith sort of looked like Einstein and Scrooge. He combined. did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. quite Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good episode. Yep. I thought it, it was even more of a better trailer for Matt's next Matt's last season next year. No, what? <laughs> it, was, it was a season's worth of story arc crammed into one episode. That's yeah, my, a lot in there. That's yeah. my complaint. A lot of it, bits to tick I would have there. loved... I thought it would have worked a hell of a lot better and would have loved it a hell of a lot more if that episode was next season. I see. Yeah, mm. You have the episodes, you know, everything strung out a little bit like, longer. Like Pertwee, is just stuck in Christmas the entire yeah, he, he, he <laughs> <could've>, season. <laughs> he, he could have nipped out every now and again, had access to the TARDIS, sort of mm. gone off. A co- then you have a, a couple of ventures set off-world, a couple of ventures set in Christmas as he's defeating mm. various plans, and then the, the season finale would have been him ancient but playing devil's advocate if that had happened say that had happened we'd be sitting here now going they could have put that all into one story (laughs) i don't think so i do because i thought i think the fact that there was so much packed into it made it a really exciting episode (laughs) i'm not don't get me wrong i loved it but i still think there was too much in there it could have been the, the, the Christmas episode should have been something completely different, and this should have played out over a season arc. Mm. They didn't really have time, though, did they? No, it's only, yeah. only had three seasons. Yeah. There, there was a lot so. to tick off, but it yeah. had all sort of been but established that, in the previous three seasons. That, that's, that's the trouble. There was a little, lot to kick, uh, tick off. Yeah. The plot strained under trying to drag all the threads together. I have yeah. the feeling that Matt Smith sort of came to uh, Moffat and said, that's it, I've had enough, I'd like to know, go now. And Matt and uh, Moffat, Moffat went, what the... F- oh, oh, Christ, crap. oh, right, got that, and, and a little bit of this, and, oh, we've got to get that in, and... Uh, no. sure. there, there were certain things that tied up that I really, really liked. I loved the uh, what was behind the crack all along, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that I'd waited over three years to find out why the TARDIS blew up, for it to just be one line and then skimmed over yeah. completely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, give you that one. See, that, that, that's my point. It's... Yeah, love the wooden Cyberman. Love the wooden Cyberman. How the hell it didn't catch fire? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, I also love the fact that he's pointing his sonic screwdriver at it, and in my head I'm going, "No, it doesn't work on wood," <laughs> and it didn't. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> yes, I, I have to say I loved the regeneration. It was mm. technically two parts to it, yeah. and we didn't yeah. need the big explosive finale into Capaldi because we'd already seen it. When yeah. he, when the Doctor walked up the stairs, oh, who yes. else thought it would be Matt Smith again? They must yeah, be. Yeah. Capaldi's yeah. shoes. And we all said, a hologram. 
didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah to begin. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone in the room just went hologram. And went no, no, no. It's just it's a reset. He's going to be young Matt Smith, but I didn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> where's this reset true. come from? I assumed it was the tenant thing with the the hands and end of time, where he, he suddenly fixes his face. Oh, yeah. and, and, and then goes and sees be. all his companions off. And, yeah. I'm so glad they didn't drag it out. Oh, that yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh. I, I, I have to agree with you there. I did like. The, the sort of almost meta speech that was from Matt rather than the Doctor. Mm. Yeah. Well, the yeah. fact yeah. that he would never forget, forget a single line. Yeah. And that bit in the uh, making of where he cried. Oh, God, yeah. 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 <laughs> cried the during the read-through. Yeah. That yeah. was so sweet. Just I... want to cuddle him and ruffle him. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, love the fact that he said uh, he'll never forget one line. Yeah. He won't forget when he was the Doctor. That, and then the first yeah. thing he does is forget how to control to the fly TARDIS. To fly the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it suffered a little bit from coming straight after the 50th. Yeah. yeah. Which I think was a fantastic episode. And yeah. by, it does pale slightly in comparison to that. But I think you said on the day that the Christmas episodes are never the strongest. No. Well, I don't know. Yeah. There have been some really good ones. We've, we've had some, some damn good ones. It's not really the place you should tie up continuity for no. the last yeah. three years. Yeah. You Again, know, especially with casual viewers. Because yeah. a few of my friends had uh, friends round and they'd never seen it before. They had no idea what yeah. was going on. I feel <laughs> so sorry for them. As I said, yeah. this is going back to, I think it's a season rather yeah. than an episode. Mm-hmm. It's a shame they didn't have just a, a normal Christmas episode and then off dim in Easter. Yeah. Yeah. That would have mm-hmm. made more sense. And then had, had Capaldi carry on from the autumn. Yeah. But no, course, another thing I was out. having trouble with. Isn't Clara's mother dead? That wasn't her mother. That wasn't her mother. That, that was her. her oh, good, because she was horrible. She was. Yeah. Wasn't she a bitch? They always are. I'm sure the actress is lovely, yeah. but, <laughs> but wasn't yeah. the character a bitch? They always are, aren't they? they? Yeah. yeah. Martha's, Martha's mother was Donna's. Donna's, Donna's mother. mother. Yeah. The only one who was all right was Jackie. Yeah. yeah. Jackie, and she could be a bit of a. Well, yeah. She's gave a slap is, now and again. This is the first Moffat family we've had. Mm. Yeah. But, but the, the grandmothers are always fun. There's a rumour going round. It's a really, really poor one <laughs> that uh, Clara's grandmother is Amy because <laughs> the, gra- the grandmother takes is playing with her ring yeah. and she takes it off and apparently, according to some people, although I've looked at the picture and I'm really sure it's not true, the ring that Amy had on when she right. walked into the TARDIS yeah. was the same ring. Uh, but a, I don't uh, think so. There's another rumour. What's the, uh, the lady that was on the ship right at the beginning? The oh, the, yeah, that she's River. Yeah. Um, Tasha Lem. Yeah, I actually, Lem. yes, that was the thing. Yes. I actually, her name, it sounds like an anagram. Mm, so I put right. her name into an anagram thing. Right, yeah, yeah. And it came up with three suggestions. Right, cool. And I can't remember what they are, but what they mean is yeah. the Urdu word for female. Right. right okay. Or... A town in Germany that is uh, situated at the, com- what's it called, the confluence of three rivers, uh, or right. an American minesweeper from the Second World War. <laughs> <laughs> okay. the, the only thing I could think nah. of to, to support that, that the river rumour was that at one point the doctor says to her, you've been fighting the psychopath, psychopath in within you all, all your life. life. Yeah. Yeah. She, was a she, river, was, oh, she was a river standing. Yeah. Was, was she was she meant to Maybe. be River and Alex Kingston just wasn't available? How would that work? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. she was she was effectively killed off. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Although it would have been nice to see her in the last Matt Smith episode. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. she didn't turn up. 
Rory yeah, didn't show up. To no, that was, unless he was in the Cyberman suit. <laughs> or the wooden one. The oh, wooden great. One. A wooden <laughs> Rory. He's been a Roman, now he's wooden. <laughs> it's not very <laughs> The Nothing I, I didn't like was the, the, the opening shots of the war on Trenzalore. It was because all, all of a sudden we got a voiceover. And yeah. I thought that could have been safe for maybe the second or third part of the battle. I would just like to have gone into the, to see how the battle had started yeah, ag- without again, the voice telling me. Again, mm. too much stuff going on. Yeah. Season arc. We're going to have one shout out for Handles, though. Handles, oh, Handles. was wonderful. The Cyberhead. <laughs> yeah. And the, the best thing about it was it wasn't a Nick Briggs Cyberman. I think no. no. it was now. Uh, it was. It was very much Wilson from Castaway. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. yeah. The uh, the volleyball with the bloody handprint hand. on it. A long-serving yeah. companion. It is. Yeah. Well, I hope it's the toy for 2014. <laughs> That'll be on the wish list. Yeah. But why couldn't he fix him? Because he didn't have the equipment. Well, he, he, was about he, th- he didn't up until the point the TARDIS returned, which he had by then. Sometimes mm. it's just a cyberhead's time to go. <laughs> yeah. What is it? It's it, no His canine. last words were, I quit, I quit, which is known as quitting while you are a head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tardis Did you make anything, don't you? It's got that tree thing. <laughs> the tree thing, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice all the pictures on the walls that the children had drawn? There was um, one of Craig and the Doctor um, standing at the foot of the staircase. Oh, really? I yeah, didn't all, all the pictures yes, yeah. were from different stories. Oh, that's good. And all Barnable poor bugger and all, his, <laughs> and all his buddies had drawn them for him i hadn't picked that up at all actually. so it's all the punch and judy the doctor and yeah. the monoid was it, monoid, it was I, a monoid. Think, think there was a poster that had a monoid a zabi and something else puppet versions yeah. but yeah yeah i suppose because next year won't be an anniversary year so maybe there won't be as many sort of shout outs of the classic era so yeah. it's not, nice to get one more in or christmas the last, last <laughs> one mm. i was a little confused this truth field yeah, I started here, which is obviously why the Time Lords went mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so they'd get the truth of whoever speaking into the crack. But the Doctor blatantly lied at the end. There said, "I have a plan." Then immediately said, "I don't have a plan." Yeah, how does that work? Because he subconsciously knows that he always has a plan, yeah. even Not if he hasn't, even if he hasn't realised what the plan is yet. So technically, that wasn't a lie. So he says, uh, "I've got a plan." Then Tuck I haven't it. got a plan. People like it when I say that. Oh. Which, so one of those yeah. can't be true. It, I suppose mm. if you're saying that you've got a plan to cheer people up, it's technically not a lie, is it? Also, I did yeah. like the little thing Matt uh, Smith did there. Mm-hmm. I've got a plan. I did. Oh, yeah. very oh, tall, baby. Who knows? Maybe it's deliberate, yeah. yeah. I, I have a question. Yeah. If the Doctor didn't die on Trenzalore... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all screwed how did Clara get into yeah. his time stream to save him over and over again? She didn't, but then the Great Intelligence never would have gone in. Yeah. But yet, the Doctor should never have met her from that point of view. Yeah, yeah. We've got a little paradox, unless at some point in time, when, when he finally does die, he sets the coordinates for Trenzalore. And worst of all, Capaldi's Doctor doesn't remember anything, possibly, so he won't be able to uh, I think this blanks. is regeneration amnesia. Oh, yeah. We seem yeah. to have forgotten that. Matt we, Smith had to walk into a tree to get things yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it's the... It's the, yeah, with Smithy's regeneration, it was the first regeneration where, bang, we went straight off with the Doctor. Yeah. Usual regenerations, we spend an episode unconscious. Yeah. Oh, I'd also like to say, yep. uh, Peter Capaldi had 
couple of lines kidneys don't like the color how do you fly this thing yeah. and based on that there are an awful lot of people out there who are claiming he's not the right man for the job really what? i That's mean uh... get get your act together people this is why people looking at us hoovians and i know some people don't like that word but that's what we are looking <laughs> yeah. at us hoovians and think you bunch of freaks and it's that sort of infighting and yeah. declarations that someone doesn't know his job based on one line that gives us a bad name i would like to point out again the like i did through uh day of the doctor there's another drunk girls video up oh yeah it's worth watch if you're ever bitching or wondering why the hell this show is produced. Yeah. Watch that video. Mm. There's, that's the reason why it's produced. I yeah. haven't gone online, so I haven't seen the hate for the Christmas well, I haven't episode. Really seen much. Oh, I it's, it's I, pathetic. It I really loved is. Capaldi's three lines and every moment of him on screen. Was he talking about the colour of his kidneys or the colour of the console it's room? It's not clear. You know, <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't. Like I think I think he doesn't like the colour of the console room, <laughs> and that will change. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Expensive to change it though. Particularly after only a few episodes. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you've watched Mr Bean, you just need a big <laughs> pot of paint okay. and a large firework. Oh, okay, mm. they could try that. Because yeah. it's not oh, quite clear from that first second where Capaldi's face turns up. The, uh, the sneeze of regeneration. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks at Clara and you think, oh my God, he looks so angry. And then he, he starts joking about well, kidneys. He... But just for a moment, I thought, oh, he's going to scream. Oh, he's gonna I shout. think Reese said on Facebook, um, it was saying that... Um, Amelia was the first face yeah. that oh, yeah. 11th Doctor looked at, yeah. whereas Clara's the first face that the 12th Doctor glared madly yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, again, he's using his natural Scottish yeah. accent. Yeah. yeah, good. And one last people he speaks to is, in his mind at least, Amelia. Is, is Amy. Yes. Amy. Yeah. yeah. And Ooh. they cut out the line, didn't they, from uh, Christmas Invasion, where the Doctor, 10th Doctor, says he, he imprinted on Rose again yeah. his Eskri accent. Yeah. Oh. So that Mock could be an explanation voice. as to why he's Scottish. Oh, right. I wonder if Capaldi will roll his R's like the other Scottish Doctor in McCoy. <laughs> uh, I think only young McCoy is able, able, capable of rolling his R's like that. Why Why are we wearing bow ties? No one can see us. Give <laughs> it from the moon. Yeah. Oh, just give, it a, give it a good wiggle. It, twerk yeah. it. Break yeah. it up. It's 2013. We'll twerk it. That's mine's, the word Mine's of the a year. nice red bow tie. Keith's got a floppy one. I've got a floppy silk <laughs> As blue man's, one. I don't know, that might blue, be blue. blue. Blue, blue. And Adam's... A genuine. Is that red? Burgundy, yep, yep. Genuine yeah. burgundy. Oh. Ours are all clip-on, but... Master mine's Purcell. not. Mine's a wrap round and clip-on. <laughs> Master Purcell <laughs> is a tie your own. Yes, self-tie, of course. <laughs> oh, dear. But, no, I, I don't think it was flawless. I think no. it had a few faults, well, quite a few faults, but I loved it. I've got to admit, mm. I enjoyed every minute of it. I'd say I liked it better on second viewing. Yeah. There's probably more you can pick up from a second viewing with yeah. all the one-liners that are explaining yeah. all the previous three years. I missed a couple, but... <laughs> yeah. And I like the way it's Clara who essentially saved him again. Yeah. By and bitch-slapping the Time Lords into action. I thought, yeah. And wasn't that heart-rendering when... From her when he finally changed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well acted yeah. by her. Yeah. So of course the one thing we haven't touched on is regenerations. How many uh, regenerations does he have to come? Because I tried to count the well, silver he, streams that went into his mouth, thinking perhaps it was one per regeneration. Just a whole new cycle. Yeah, so yeah. Think a whole new cycle. cycle. So that's think another twelve. Think, again, we're. No, another 13. We're back with Doctor One. Yeah. So mm. it's another 13 bodies. So do you think. Yeah. 
that the fact that we're essentially back with Doctor One is why he can't remember how to fly the TARDIS. Could, yes, that's Could what it I be was that hoping. he's been completely reset? <laughs> no. I was going to save sure. that for my hopes later on. I, 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 am, I am not sure he's been completely reset. I am think that we're like, again we'll have something like the original regenerations, in where we're going to have a period of him being shaken up. When mm. f- forgets things and everything's jumbled, mm. we may not have the coma episode, yeah, because there are only one episode, <laughs> one these yeah, days. Yeah. so they can't afford to do a, an episode with him in a coma. But I think we're going to have in an epi- at least a quarter or half the episode with him lying flat out of it as he's reconstituting everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I won't save it. I'll just say it now. But I, I was looking forward to the idea that he might not have all his uh, faculties there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want him to have his memory because it increases the threat level when he goes somewhere and he genuinely doesn't know where he is. Yeah. A lot of the new series, he just pulls where they are or what this creature is out of the hat and he just sort of knows everything. But I think it's nicer as a viewer for him not to know so that you've got that mystery to share with him. Yeah, I agree. I don't want him to be in control all the time. It's okay on the 13th episode that season when it's all tying together, but I'd like him to sort of discover it with us. Hmm, maybe. New arc, presumably, so maybe that will be it. Mm-hmm. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Goodbye, Matt Smith. Not ready for him to go, but he's gone. It's too late now. Yeah. <laughs> Gene doesn't care. <laughs> nice this is why to. God has struck her down with a lurgy. <laughs> um, you've been struck down with a lurgy as well. I haven't got it anymore, though. <laughs> <laughs> say I've got a cold in my nose, mother flump. And why would I say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's that new year again. Yay! Or at least it will be when it's published. Um, <laughs> so, to look back on 2013, we have the 2013 News Quiz. I'll play you 14 clips, audio clips, and you have to guess what the news item was in the past year. Oh, okay. Oh, heck. So here we go. Question one. What? (laughs) (laughs) Bloody anyone? Go on then. It'll make it better a second time. So that's like guitar, yeah. wolf, werewolf. Some wind. Some wind. And what's that called? A Sondheim scream? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, with the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. It's nothing uh, to do with the, the bad weather we've had lately. No, no, no. no okay. No. Something to do with bad wolf? There's only a wolf involved. Oh, there was. Ah. I heard it. Werewolf. Was there a um, werewolf programme starting? Or finishing? Was it being human? Being human. Yeah. Ending. Yeah. Ending, yeah. yeah. There was actually a werewolf, a vampire was... Re- oh, that's what... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then the, the boing was a rent-a-ghoster. Oh, oh, fantastic, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been human killed to death. Dead. As I believe we predicted, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, question two. Look, I don't understand what the matter is, my beauty. I've always made sure you give it lots of tender little morsels to make you feel strong. Oh. So why are you giving my queen as old as without my orders? and sleeping like a dead in the kitchen? Yeah. Oh. 
It is. Yeah. That was clearly. <laughs> got to stop using that scream at the <laughs> end. I got a feeling there's a running association with that scream. There could that, be. That, yeah. that was the Henry. No, rhubarb, rhubarb and custard. Rhubarb and custard. Rhubarb. Yeah. 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 So do I get half a point for thingy face who died? <laughs> I think you got it. I think you got it. <laughs> Richard Rosen did die to death. Yeah. Snuffed it. But he came back to the world of Who in Torchwood. Ah, oh, just Poor before bugger. snuffing it. Just before, yeah, and dying of a similar thing, I think. Yeah, for seeing yeah. Death. Okay, question three. Okay. This is a stapler that shoots bullets or a gun that shoots staples. It's really whatever way you want to look at it. So the, uh, the next time you're in a fix, just call the gadget girl. Is that perhaps... Yeah, Gilbo Baggins, yeah. Yep, yep. Actually, two things there. The end one, you can't really tell what it is. It was, was one of them... It like a roller coaster. Well, one of them was the, what is it, the adult SUV... Swim. Yeah, yeah. Adult Swim SUV NTSF-SDSUV. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> so strange how he's got that memorised. <laughs> and the other one... Was that the sound of her hair being shaved off? Really? <laughs> 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 Go on, then. Go on, this galaxy. That's the, uh, the Marvel. Oh, uh, God. Oh, the okay films they have yeah. with the flicking through all the... Oh, yes. yes. I can't really tell yes. what it is. But the uh, magazine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was an explosion of distant rumble. Yeah. So who got that one? Uh, it was unclear who... <laughs> I think I just a... seem to be helping people with so their a, answers. A quarter of a point each. <laughs> yeah. A quarter of a point each. Okay. It's probably the only one I'm going to get. <laughs> More sounds to come. Mm-hmm. Number four. Ah, you're going to hear a scream. Is this Ian M. Banks? No. 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 It's the end of Misfits. It is Misfits. Oh, was that? Dead. Cancelled to death again. Yeah. Lots of death in this. Bit of bad year for stuff being cancelled. Okay, number five then. Star Wars! Is it a composer? I, I, I want to say a Star Wars anniversary, or there's an anniversary, because that's what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of that. That's a rustling. Yeah, that's, that's rustling. Yeah, get rid of that. Um, so it's definitely Star Wars. Definitely Star, Wars. Star Wars news from the past year, what would it be? Uh, the, oh, 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 it's the thingy, and they're, they're, they're sort of wiping history, and they have to start it all over again, and it's... it's Clone Wars isn't going to count, and it's Disney. <laughs> um, Sorry. I said that one. Disney was um, actually... Uh, in our news thing last year. Oh, yeah. was it? Okay, yeah, it's not Disney. But I think it's the, the... fact's repeating and there's the old Lanzani. Yeah, I think, I think it's the fact that they're now going to have multiple films, multiple characters, even the bit part from the alien that... Star popped. Wars 7. Dwarves. It, the, the bit part <laughs> of the alien that coughed in the pub is going to get his own film story. I think story. he's basically got it. <laughs> I could play that. Yeah, I think Keith's basically got it. Yeah, so for the next however many years from 2015, there's going to be five films, one a year. Yeah, okay. annual uh, Star Wars films is what yeah. he's trying to get that. So I got uh, that wrong then. And try to milk as much <laughs> money from that as you possibly can, <laughs> which is a recurring theme, these, isn't it? What with the, the news today of Sony trying to do it with Spider Man. Yeah. Okay, so where are we in uh, number five? Six. Six, six is new. Six will do. Stay Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they had the punch up at Comic Con, yeah, didn't they? Right. Yeah. 
Didn't actually get into fisticuffs, I believe. It was a they, bit of uh, shouting and name yeah. calling. A, <laughs> I think it was a load of Star Wars. Uh, no, Who Storm, fans yeah. Yeah. turned up at a Star Wars con because there was one actor who appeared in a, in a couple of Who's. I can remember his name, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He appeared in Time Warrior. Yeah. Embarrassing <laughs> clash between two groups. Is yes. it Jeremy Bullock? Oh, yeah, it was embarrassing. embarrassing. It was hilarious. It was. <laughs> That's exactly the word. It, nobody got hurt. Indeed. So I, think, I, think, pride. I think one character who turned up as dread got his, his pride heart hurt slightly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number seven, halfway. Hello. I'm, I'm the doctor. <laughs> Basically... Run. The eleventh Doctor is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Smith uh, is no more. Quit to death. Role. Yeah, dead to death. <laughs> dead to us now, isn't he? He's dead to us. Dead. Yes. <laughs> Number eight coming soon. Oh, big finish! Get the Avengers contract. Yeah. Oh, well done, you. Yep, yep. I, it's because I recognise Nick Briggs saying. Coming soon. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> Starting shortly. Yeah. Oh, January this month, uh, the yeah. first volume one of the missing episodes. Yes. So season one of Does series exist, one of uh, yeah. Avengers has been wiped for the most part. A couple of I think there's a couple of episodes. Yeah, on. and they're being remade as audio. They have. Obviously not with uh, the original cast. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know about Ian Hendry, but certainly uh, Patrick McGinney is still around. Yeah. Okay, number nine. Hardis. Hello there. My name is Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi's casting the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how did you get that one? Where, where did uh, you, I don't know. It's where my, did my genius coming to the fall there. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen him in action now already. With his kidneys. Kidneys. And the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the eyebrows. Don't hide the colour. Number 10. They were given paradise. They threw it away. They were given this planet. They destroyed it. They were favoured best among all his endeavours. And some of them don't even believe he exists. And in spite of it all, I'm totally Batman. <laughs> oh, that stingy face that's just been cast as Batman and that everybody hated, and I can't remember his name. I kind of oh, blanked the, it yeah, out. The, the bits from, um, oh, God. from Dogma, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, what's his bloody name? <laughs> it's Matt Damon and... The other one. The ben, other Affleck. one. <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, Batfleck. I'll give you that. Batfleck. Batfleck. Yeah, <laughs> she's been dubbed Batfleck. But, uh, I don't know, we'll see how we... Mm. I think we should be okay, but... There was a bit of a controversy about it, certainly. People cried. Did they, really? <laughs> <laughs> Number 12, then. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> that was clearly packed with trout at the end. Yeah. Oh, is this the abominable snowman thing? Web of... Fear, an enemy yeah. of the world yeah, turning yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Then rums around, they found. Missing episodes. Uh, if yeah. you just hint at me and I'll answer. It. <laughs> 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 it sounded like somebody eating crisps. <laughs> uh, how are we going to split Should have been a flushing toilet, really. <laughs> Do you want a half each? Yeah. Okay, penultimate then. Coming soon. Psst. Yes, big finish. Yes, sorry. Big finish again. Yeah, do, you, do. do you want that one? Because you seem to. <laughs> well, you did click your fingers. Yeah, no, yeah, but you, yeah but you were speaking when I suddenly fine. hit a realization. So. Well, we, we meant to click our fingers or put our hands up because I just kept shouting it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed, big finish. 
Perhaps somehow you... got to Tom Baker and Lala Ward together in the same maybe. cubicle. Yeah, probably, probably. And finally then, this one, probably worth putting your hand up or something, listen through to it to the end. It's okay. Good audio quote. And a lot of our heroes depress me. But, you know, when they made this particular hero, uh, they didn't give him a gun, they gave him a screwdriver to fix things. They didn't give him a, a tank or a warship or an X-wing fighter, they gave him a, a coal box from which you can call for help. And they didn't give him a superpower or pointy ears or a heat ray. They gave him an extra heart. They gave him two hearts. And that's an extraordinary thing. Well, there will never come a time when we don't need a hero like the Doctor. So... Happy birthday, Doctor Who. Who should be going I think someone over there put their hand up first. You little liar. <laughs> Who, who's me, in the league? Sir. Liar. <laughs> it was liar. me, sir. On, well, it could be one of many things. It could yeah. just be um, Stephen Moffat's description of the Doctor at the 50th anniversary uh, <laughs> well, thingy. Where we were. Where we were. Or it could also be the, the Guinness Book of Records thingy. Right. Yeah, no. Which not, we were there yeah, for that. that but, uh, widen his hands a bit. It could be the Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, she's spreading her arms across the sofa. Um, go on, you tell Well, me. I think it's the uh, the celebration in total, the, the, the anniversary celebration. Anniversary. Yeah, yeah, that's at, what I was trying to get at. Yeah. At the, did uh, say the 50th anniversary. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did we ever Excel. work out, actually, when we were there, Clara, Clara, uh, <laughs> Jenna Louise mentioned uh, something about Bubbles. It was, it was yeah. bubbly. Yeah, bubbly. They, they were giggling about it, weren't they? There's a line in the Christmas special that That's involves the word bubbly. I did. I mean, g- watching it today, yeah, I, tried yeah. to I look can't out for say it. I, I couldn't catch it the second time. <laughs> I can't say I, I was looking out for it when I watched it. I haven't Coleman! Lying to us. Coleman lies. Rule one. Yeah. yeah. They seemed really pleased with that line, how it sums up Clara's character. Yeah. And then, then they came, got, got off the stage, as Oprah wrote Moffat, right, we've got to cut that now, because that's a complete <laughs> spoiler. You've got to come back in and film your last scene again. Yeah. Maybe the they changed version. bubbles to kidneys. Could be. Or turkey. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. Nudity. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Standing naked in front of her grandmother. <laughs> Why are you naked? I'm going to church! <laughs> oh, of course. Did you recognise the grandmother? Yes. Yeah, she yeah. was thingy from Vengeance on Varos. Yeah, she was the lots Benador. of me. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the funny clothes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what have we got then? I think Keith is third with three. Oh. Scott second with three and three quarters. Oh, okay. <laughs> and fake Keith in the lead with five and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I get I'd just like to thank all my family except for Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Don't tickle me. My throat hurts. I'm full of chocolate milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) That leads on to our predictions for last year. We go through and see what people managed to do. Go on then. What did we predict? I predict... That the fact no, 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 this is for last year. Oh, last last year you weren't you, here. No, you, were, you were just a twinkle in our sit eyes. Sit there and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> right. The first prediction last year was from myself. 
that Matt Smith will announce he is to leave Doctor Who. Halfway. Finish the sentence. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and she won't go till early 2014 and there will be no news of his placement until 2014. So <laughs> that's wrong. Uh, a third, maybe? Okay, a third. Give a third. <laughs> okay, the second prediction was from fake Keith. Yes. Strax was spookily accurate and Clara is actually a boy. This is becoming embarrassingly apparent when his voice breaks in the middle of an important life-threatening discussion. So I was right there then. <laughs> He's no. well padded out for a boy, I'm yeah. <laughs> So she's not a boy. We assume no. not. Damn. We did see her naked, but uh, you still couldn't tell through a hologram. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so I was mistaken there. I would have noticed. You would have noticed? <laughs> yeah. Would your little thing have gone... Excuse me. And I knew what You've just caused I'm half a dozen people to crash. You realise that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, and Crumbly said in 2013, I will transfer my affections to Clara. Fake Keith and Azza is a bit of a given. But you didn't. I didn't. No. I think you have, and you're just loyal. protesting too much. <laughs> no. Waste of a character. Oh, Carbon Amy's down she's here, sweet. but. She didn't deserve Clara. to be there in that uh, final. Uh, Oh, she's, oh, oh, hasn't gosh. earned her place to be there for the 50th she's of the end of... sweet. Calm down. Oh. Should she have left at the end of Name of the Doctor and just been fragmented through time? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> that would have worked. I'm embarrassed <laughs> about this one. Go on. Do you want to repeat what you said last time? <sighs> the Neil Gaiman episode, which was oh, uh, Nightmare dear. in Silver, yeah. 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 will blow us away yet again and there will be a universal shout for him to take over when Moffat leaves. It's pretty crap, really, though. Yeah. It was completely off. I think yeah. most people are quite disappointed with that. I, it, it wasn't a bad episode, but it wasn't what I had come to expect. Ah, see, now, uh, this is where you're wrong. It was a bad episode. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the pedigree of the person who wrote it, yeah. it was bad. Uh, Gene said the BBC will organise a big event to celebrate Doctor Who's 50th. Which they yep. did. And it will cost a blooming fortune to get in. Which it which did. did. Yep. Well, it wasn't that bad. I think that, that was a given for I, th- I think she gets half for half that. Half a point. Well, I don't know who this one's by, but it just says Torchwood. Oh, is yeah. that Gene as well? That was me. I think that was me again. Torchwood will not begin production of an, any new episodes in 2013. I think that's a definite hit. Give that there. person a point. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Think you've missed this one. Fake Keith said that staggering stories will end in bloody conflict in Tilgate Park after she mocks Gene's <laughs> accent once too often, and Gene calls her out medieval style. Well, I was half right because I. Did did mock her accent once too often, and she did call me out. No, but we're uh, we're still going, and there hasn't yeah, so been I was bloodshed. Ha- so I was half there hasn't right. Been bloodshed I'll have a third of a point for that, please. Oh, <laughs> okay, so Andy said Shatner will appear in Shakespeare at Stratford upon Avon. I really hope he's wrong. There. <laughs> that didn't happen. I'm sure no, it didn't happen. That would be big news. There would, there would be an album out if he had <laughs> an outrage, <laughs> a live album, singing album. I said Shatner would appear in a Doctor Who episode directed by Peter Jackson. What were you thinking? But the thing is, the Peter Jackson thing... Yeah. Not in 2013, and that still won't happen for a year or two yet, So it's still under negotiation. So you were wrong. I might be wrong about the Shat, but... Uh, Jean said she predicts Matt Smith will announce he is leaving Doctor Who, which is pretty what I said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is an easy point, sir. But it happened at the end of the 50th anniversary episode, which is pretty damn close. Yeah. 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 I think we have to give her a point for that. Yeah. 
Adam said Misfits will end in 2013. Oh, bang on again. You've got yeah, that right. Yeah. <laughs> right Karen predicted that the world will end in 2013 <laughs> because nobody is expecting it. It will happen whilst we are all watching a Miss Marple murder mystery as she's about to announce who did it. This will annoy us. We might have. We <laughs> might have done. <laughs> might have done. <laughs> this is the afterlife. <laughs> I really hope not. It's very similar to life, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. Mm. It, well, too similar, I would say. What's the point? Um, <laughs> so do I get a point for that? I think not, unfortunately. Oh. No, no. Crumbly said, however, that Shatner, a little session going on here. Just a bit. Release an album of status quo covers. No. No. Yeah. I'm not sure what that Pond of the Mystery had. Did it have any status quo on it? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Assume not. I've not looked at it, not listened to it, not even remotely idly glanced over <laughs> the uh, production. The thing is, if he did produce an album of status quo covers, Crumbly would be in America now hunting him down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick it on your wish list for now. <laughs> Next year, Keith. <laughs> yeah. We'll make sure it gets to you. With the all the greatest will in the world, go forth and multiply. <laughs> <laughs> My prediction was Clara will never actually travel with the Doctor. She will die at the end of every episode. <laughs> oh, my God, they killed Clara. Yeah. Yeah. You were kind of wrong there. I'm kind of wrong, but kind of right as well. <laughs> no, you were just wrong. She never died again, because we'd seen uh, yeah. Asylum of the Daleks and yeah. the Snowmen at that point. Yeah. She hasn't really died again. No, no. no she hasn't. Well, it, technically she has, because she jumped into the Doctor's time machine. That would destroy her. So is the Clara we know now originally? <laughs> the original Clara or a reconstituted Clara yeah because technically she didn't die at all did she well no because no, the that never happens now so she can't <laughs> yeah, jump yeah. in the timeline anyway yeah anyway, anyway I said <laughs> the US Blake 7 re- remake will be quietly shelved before production begins well we haven't heard anything about it it was shelved it yeah, was shelved they, they, oh. they backed out of it they're so. doing quite well here yeah. yeah I am doing well yeah yeah Andy predicted Clara will do a city of death. What? I don't know what he means by that. I think that is the um, fractured through time, which I think is technically. Uh, I think that was something that I suggested at the end of Snowman. Yeah. So I think Andy gets a point for that. I think. Well, actually, that's my idea, but he just nicked it. He nicked it. He nicked it. He nicked it. You nicked it. Gets a point for it. I think if you go back if you go back and listen to the Snowman. No, can't be bothered. Keith predicted that at Galley we would would crush all the proposition at tea dueling. I think we did. Did we take part? We, 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 take part. No, we, we, we did crush all opposition, but we weren't allowed to take part. We had to oh. organise it. So. Half a point. Half a point, you think? Generous of you. Okay. I agree. No points. <laughs> <laughs> it's written down there. Not fair. Gene suggested that Captain Jack will appear in the 50th anniversary episode. No. Oh, well, she, and he was in the five-ish Doctors. He, was he in the rather than Captain Jack. Yeah. yeah was Captain Jack in the Black Archive photos on the companion wall? Ah. He should have been. I can't say yeah. should have been. Yeah. Well, say, vortex manipulator was in it. He, so. Oh, yeah. yeah that, he was mentioned by name, but yeah. uh, he didn't appear. One of the many deaths. I think we have to say no on that one. Oh. Adam predicted, perhaps a bit early, but yep. rumours or an all-out admission that Paramount are looking to start a new Star Trek series for their 50th. No. Oh. Nothing that one yet. Didn't get right. That would have been nice. Nothing yet. There are rumours of Michael Dawn desperate to get a Captain Wharf yeah. off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't worked for a while, he needs the money. Exactly. Yeah. Last thing it's he did some... was I am Weasel. <laughs> I am Weasel! 15 years ago. <laughs> I think, what is it, it goes along with uh, Takai trying to get an Excelsior series off the ground. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Excelsior. Gene! Yep. The 23rd of November, 2013, Gene will be getting very drunk, and on the 24th of November, 
she will have one hell of a hangover. She didn't have a hangover. She didn't. She kept, went up to London with us. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. We were all tired, but there was definitely no hangover. <laughs> I think because she was really ticked off at how bad the BFI yeah, production had been. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we had drink. a jolly good time. Yeah, yeah. did indeed. The bar was closed at the BFI. She couldn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> I predicted nothing more will be said of the proposed Doctor Who film and suddenly we're going to production. Yep. 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 And of course, he also said... Tom Baker will die. So you were wrong there. I'm wrong, but I'm keeping my lives. The moment I stop, he will die. That's not the world revolves around me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or do our hopes and dreams end? Keith hopes that JMS or Whedon or Peter David to write for Doctor Who. Do we score these? Probably don't really. Don't really. They're not petitions. Gene hoped the US conventions would leave some guests for the 50th. They did. It did, yeah. We had quite a a few good guests. And then three days were. On the day we were there, anyway. I said that I hope that Merlin's replacement will be a great hit and even more popular amongst Staggering Stories team. Uh, Oh, dear. I don't think that happened. I don't <laughs> that was Atlantis, no. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Karen said she hopes that Matt Smith and JLC will stay for at least one more year, as I really love the teamwork. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I was that right. No, no. <laughs> that was the end of the second half of season seven, which we'd already had. Oh, yes. So, All right, then. Not another year, unfortunately. Andy uh, hoped <laughs> that filming would start on Tron 3. It uh, no, <laughs> totally didn't. <laughs> it did not. Keith hopes that Star Trek Into Darkness will be as spectacular as the 2009 film. It was. Well, I don't think it was a spectacular. It was certainly an enjoyable one. I did enjoy it. You really liked the second one. I liked it a lot, yeah. I liked it. It's a bit uh, derided in some quarters. I don't know why, but anyway. It's a rehashing of odd little bits, isn't it? It is, but I quite like the fact they echoed back onto Rothkar. Oh, yeah. I I did like the... clever rather than bad. Here's a good one from Gene. Oh, yeah. Gene hopes Moffat keeps his word and the next season won't be split we don't know yet apparently yeah. he is yeah he said it in my presence only a few weeks back and it will not be split well your, your personal presence was he speaking to you not directly, directly to me but <laughs> i was there in the room when he said it who had him in a headlock at the time <laughs> uh, i did <laughs> it was actually tim drury you asked him oh i trust uh, tim yeah timbo i said uh, i hoped the moffat's quote of but i promise you we're going to take over television trust me there's more than just bluster and we get an incredible selection of doctor Who stuff from radio tv and print and the entire nation celebrates it's Doctor Who. I think that happens. Yeah, we've, we've got something most of the time. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but we've got a lot when, of stuff, but not when someone Who. says, oh my God, you can't turn the telly on without Doctor Who being featured, and as, as a non-fan, that suggests to me that it was everywhere. There, there was a lot of stuff on radio around the anniversary, and yeah, there was yeah. lots of books, e-books, and audios being released throughout the year for the 50th leading up to it. Yeah, there, there was, was a lot of stuff. It's, it's not much new Doctor Who. What we wanted was a full 13 episode. <laughs> Yeah, I, would have, I would have liked a full 13th season. Yeah, rather than have to wait until next August, September, October, whatever. Anyway. I hoped that the 50th anniversary special would be at the Royal Albert Hall and that I got tickets for every single showing. And I didn't get one bloody ticket for anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Not your fault. Could, could website. There, uh, yeah. uh, see, look, my bow tie has just given up the ghost because of that <laughs> just come unclipped and he hopes that alan dean foster writes a doctor who episode oh did yeah. it in 2013 no you never know but i can't quite see it nobody time, wrote so. a new doctor who episode in 2013 Moffat did nobody <laughs> outside yeah, yeah. i've Keith just hoped I've... that as part of the anniversary they would remake one of the lost stories such as the abominable snowman or the web of fear Woo-hoo! tell you what let's just fire 
find the lost yeah, yeah we'll just go one. there and just, just get the original yeah. yeah so better perhaps than your uh, actual home well, yeah we didn't find a well we found the whole left story of enemy of the world we didn't find yeah. a whole story of web of fear we're still missing an episode of that yes. yeah we didn't find a bombable snowman but, no. so far she hoped that we get at least a one and a half hour special if not two hours long is this for the uh, yeah, 50th anniversary yes yeah. at least the equivalent of a double episode well we didn't quite get that but uh, yeah. it went along a decent clip so I, I don't think we can complain too much about that Adam hopes that there's a Doctor Who prom that we all get to go again you got well, half of it you got another go, prom and yeah. you got to go again twice, twice. Go twice. <laughs> yeah. you could have joined me on that hot sweltering Saturday in the it was that queue isn't it yeah <laughs> uh, you also hoped there was a Firefly audio or anime series I did we have got Dark Horse releasing an ongoing series of Firefly oh yeah comics coming up has that yeah. started yet I think that has started um, okay. written the most part by Zach Whedon okay. I think I'll take a look at that. I really look at the Dark Horse app Norm- normally in comicsology and they don't yeah. do Dark Horse no. but, uh, Crumbly there was hoping Hobbit 1 and 2 wipes the board of the Oscars obviously a bit premature for 2 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think 1 wiped the board of the Oscars then, did it? No. it did okay but I don't think it did yeah. special Gene hopes that they finally finish releasing all the existing Doctor Who stories on DVD I think they did didn't they? they have technically they... got them all out it's just Underwater Menace Moon Base but they're partly reconstructed yeah, all the things which are complete yeah. now. Yeah, the complete, it was the Zygons, really, was the last one, wasn't I it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, kind of, yeah. Yep. He's basically got a hope there, I think. Yeah. I hope that Slingers, the science fiction programme by uh, by Sizemore, a.k.a. Mike Atherton, gets off the ground, and it still hasn't. No, no. Gene hoped that Big Bang made it to the seventh season. Big Bang Theory, it did. Yes. And I hope for six seasons and a movie for Community. We get in there, I really yes. want it to be cancelled. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're now on to season four. Just about to start in January, February time, so you never know. Adam hopes that somehow, don't know how, that Dread will get a sequel. It did. <laughs> it did. Fan film. No, no, they they are producing in in 2000 AD oh, yeah. a sequel to the uh, yeah, comic movie. version. Yeah, yeah, true. They keep talking about trying to drop interest. I don't yeah. know quite how it's going to happen. Adam hoped, was it hoped? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Gillen would buy shares in Kleenex and then cynically pose naked with a Dalek. <laughs> not quite although we got to see a bit more of her in uh, the film uh, what her head no, no, oh she, that um, uh, yeah, thingy not, not that you ending. went to see and sat in the back row doing disgusting things to so he, he, he had a happy moment with the body double no it was actually her and it was her <laughs> bit of a side boob going on <laughs> fears for 2013 oh yeah I feared that Amy Pond would be mentioned in every single episode making me want to hunt down Gillen and clout her <laughs> <laughs> not quite although she, the old glasses come out occasionally we did, yeah. we did have a, a, a little, little replies yes I feared that the BBC would decide to give Doctor a rest after the 50th anniversary ah. I didn't think they would but it's, you know it's a fear they didn't and he fears that William Shatner will become a guest host on another TV series <laughs> don't think so <laughs> no nope. I feared that the Doctor Who's 50th would be like the 20th five years after the series it would be derived rubbished and taken off the screens learning to, to call on that one yeah. but uh, I, I playing it safe enough. there weren't you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gene had a fear that Matt Smith signed him for another five years of Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sadly, he didn't. Just one more. No, it's gone. Although Capaldi would be 60 by then. Yeah. yeah. I feared that there would be a Doctor Who 50th musical episode, i.e. a prom, but it would be held in America. Well, we've got some in the uh, in Australia, haven't they? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. But we did get a proper prom here, so... We yep. did. And he had a hope, but also a fear, that Adam will transfer his affections <laughs> to Clara Oswald. <laughs> nope. No, hasn't <laughs> happened. <Yeah. laughs> I 
I feared that we would lose someone important to Doctor Who, putting a dampener on the 50th anniversary. Didn't really. Such, no. such as Baker. It's not been too some, bad a year. Yeah, I, I was worried it would be uh, William Russell rather yeah. than Tom Baker. Not that I've got anything else William Russell. I really like William Russell. Touch of death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's getting on a bit. Yeah. But he seemed in fine form on the... Yep, fine yeah. fetal adventure in space and time. Gene shared that fear, especially that William Russell would drop dead on oh. something like the 22nd of November. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Whereas I feared that they'd only make three more episodes of Sherlock and then end it there. The actor's been too busy and popular to continue. Oh, uh, don't know Too yet. early to say now, but yeah. uh, I get the feeling not. Another couple of years gap, but I think I might be back. I like this one. Gene fears that all the actors will be temporarily away for the anniversary. Oh, sorry, tempted away for the anniversary, but that Davison will deliberately remain back as he's such a fan at heart. Karen adds that he will make Tennant do the same, which is strange because he went and wrote the Five Ish Doctors and had Tennant in it. Yeah, fortunately, uh, they were all in the country. In fact, we saw him on the 24th. We did, (laughs) saw him the next day. Just hanging around with the doctors. Yeah, Yeah. as you do, as you do. I had a fear that being human will end. Oh. And no genre replacement, let alone one as good. Yeah. So far, it definitely oh, ended. So far, it's, what, yeah, it's ended and we've had the, no replacement. Was the Fades a replacement for it? Fades was a bit ago. Um, they had the other one. What was the other one called? Um, the one with the zombies. Oh, in the flesh. Yeah, in the flesh. Oh, yeah. uh, right. I'm not sure it's really a replacement, but uh, it looked promising. Talking of the <laughs> zombies, <laughs> yeah. Adam's Adam, last oh, fear. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Go. Adam feared the dead would rise from their graves and the undead pert we would hunt us down. Speaking of which, we <gasps> haven't said hello oh, to him. Oh, no. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, Tom Baker wrapped up in... He's, at least he's no longer gold. naked. Uh, well, he is underneath. Where's, where's Graham? Um, he's, he's out on a case. He is, yeah. A lot of them are out and yes. recovering from their uh, and, Christmas special. And don't forget the urn of Gronhilda Knobnacker. Ah, yes. yes. You really need some new bookshelf space. I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, nowhere on here in Hopes and Dreams can I find one that says, We hope for a sixth staggerer. I'll just check fears. <laughs> That's under fears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmares, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> okay, well, that takes us on to this year's predictions, fears, hopes, and dreams. Uh, and wobbly okay. bits. Wobbly bits, eh? <laughs> yeah. I predict oh, yeah. that another in the Stargate franchise will be planned. Oh, okay. So it'll be Stargate, another universe. Oh, so there is talk of a trilogy of films. Yes. Yeah, I like the sound of all of that. Rebooting the film. I could do with some more Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> I predict Stephen Moffat will announce he's stepping down from the Doctor Who TV series. Oh, that's a that's, good one. That's yeah. my one, yeah. I predict Moffat leaves the end of this season. Season 8. I predict that all the fans that didn't like the choice of Capaldi will be pleasantly surprised and <laughs> stay with the series so the viewing figures won't drop. At all. I predict that Capaldi will decide to do only one season, but that Jenna Coleman will sign on for another, making her the only companion to have uh, outlasted two doctors. Two doctors I almost Pardon? put that down as a prediction, you know, about Ooh. Capaldi doing one mm. series, because there are rumours, just rumours, that he's not happy with the script. Oh, they're, they're such rubbish. I hope so. <laughs> Who's not happy with the script? 
Oh, there's, there's somebody on Twitter yeah. saying he's not happy with he uh, that Capaldi's been on Twitter saying he's not happy with the script. It's not the sort as of if he would do, air that sort he? of thing on Twitter. Yeah. Don't believe it. No. no, I don't believe it. We've got predictions here from Crumbly and from Gene. Oh, oh. So I do want to hear from Crumbly quickly. He predicts that the Atlantis will be commissioned for a third series. Mm. Just give him a second. So, oh, okay. oh it had. I didn't realise it had a second series. Yeah, yeah. They're working the second already. I also predict that Capaldi will be will be my new favourite Doctor. Mm. Mm, I hope so. I hope that's true. I predict that this series, the uh, Doctor will take on a second companion. Ooh, okay. Mm. I predict a riot. (laughs) (laughs) I predict that Stephen Moffat will announce, as he's leaving Doctor Who, of course, that he's going to head up a Doctor Who feature film. He's the current Doctor, i.e. Capaldi, presumably, and it won't interfere with the TV series. (laughs) Other than meaning that Capaldi won't get a break for... Unless he splits the series. (laughs) No, it won't interfere with the TV series. Absolutely won't interfere with the TV series. I predict that the BBC like the money it got from the celebration event and we'll try to host another one this the next year. The 51st anniversary yeah. event of the XL. Well, m- maybe not a 51st anniversary event, but <laughs> a, another Who event. Difficult to do, though. There won't be much new Doctor Who in the meantime. Uh, when's that ever stood in the way of money? I was going to say, there's plenty of old stuff to... Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is. Nothing from Gina. She hasn't done any predictions. She's only got hopes and dreams. We've got okay. from Andy here. In the same vein as last one, we've got uh, Sherlock. He predicts we commissioned for a fourth and final Ooh. series. Oh, okay. I, however, predict that Jenna Coleman will leave at the end of Series 8 of Doctor Who. I have no more predictions. Uh, I'm out of predictions. The only other one I have is that I will own my first tablet or laptop by the end of 2014. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. Make it so. 2014 is the year, everyone. Yay. <laughs> my further predictions then, quickly then, are Star Trek, no new TV series yet, especially one not featuring Captain in Wharf. <laughs> uh, also, no more torture production in 2014. Yeah, yep. I think that's a given now. And uh, to take it back to my usual predictions level, uh, Patrick McNee will die in 2014. <laughs> Patrick McNee! <laughs> <laughs> He's given... Do you know if Baker's going to drop dead now? <laughs> yeah, it's typical. Um, coming on to that, and of course Tom Baker will die. <laughs> no, everything's oh. all right in the world. And Andy will die. Saying, <laughs> just to beat me to it, so I left it to after I said mine, <laughs> Tom Baker dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's in one of that's one of my fears. So well, that's him covered three ways. Yep, so yep. should be fine. <laughs> right, moving on to fears. On to fears. Okay. Yep. Okay. I fear that Karen Gillan will be cast in a role in which the character has no legs <laughs> and will show up at Comic Con in a wheelchair and about three foot shorter. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> the look on that face over there. Going a bit too far for your craft, I think. Oh, there's one thing. But... My fear is that River Song will turn up in Series Eight. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't mind appearing one just to oh. have a different doctor, but uh, okay. I fear sock puppets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fear, as has been previously mentioned, that Capaldi only did one season of Doctor Who. It is a mm. fear. I don't think he will, but uh, I don't think either. Yeah, I think he's going to be there for a good three, four years. He's a fan. Yeah, two years the least, I would think. Yeah, it's a fear. I Sorry. think another four years. This hooks back into yeah. my predictions. Okay. My fear is that if Moffat does leave Chibnall will come showrunner <laughs> not a fan of Chibnall I'm not a fan of Chibnall okay. I can't say I am either but no. I can't see it he's too busy with Broadchurch yeah with, I mean uh, he, whatever that, that's what I mean he's, I, I enjoyed Bro- I did enjoy Broadchurch I know Broadchurch yeah, like was uh, it's also been taken over by the Americans bought by the Americans yeah, yeah. Uh, but I haven't enjoyed his Who work okay they've always been sort of slightly big too long and a bit too flabby or me. I didn't mind yeah. Power 3 so much. It's his strongest, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, on the whole. You're holding 
out for Gatiss, aren't you? <laughs> I fear Doctor Who will be cancelled. Really? Another, another hiatus. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, that's a fear, but I, uh, I can't see it happening. Andy Crumbly here. Fears on his, his usual uh, theme here. William Shatner. <laughs> his Ponder the Mystery CD is held as a progressive rock classic. Wanting oh. to be the new vocalist on Yes's latest tour. Crikey. Whatever that means. It's almost like he wants to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's praying for it. Whereas I fear that Atlantis will continue slide into mediocrity and damage the reputation of sci-fi and fantasy at the BBC. <laughs> My fear, again, is plugging into one predict another prediction again that the bbc constantly try to push a media event for doctor who mm-hmm. each year milking the cow as for as much as it c- can bursting the bubble and everyone gets fed up to the back teeth of it can't see it happening next year but uh, yeah, probably inevitably well oh, i'm getting gene's fears here mm-hmm. gene feared some vocal fans not give capaldi a chance I think already that's a, doing that's it. a given yeah yeah she also fears that Stephen moffat or steve moffat as she calls him very familiar <laughs> only appear to give Doc to some of his attention. Oh dear. Uh, she also fears that we'll get another split season and with fewer episodes in each. Uh. And the final fear is having just seen the trailer for Tomorrow People it appears to be a Heroes Alphas etc clone and so it may not run beyond two seasons. Oh dear. I think it's already in trouble isn't it? Tomorrow People. Um, I could be mistaken. Have I'm you really seen any at all? I haven't seen any. I haven't uh, seen any of the original either, for that matter. But uh, no. Are we on to hopes? I've got one last fear. Oh, nobody else has. Yep. Spiders, isn't it? My trinal fear, which is here. <laughs> the new Clangers TV series will turn them into necrophiliac cyborgs who invade the earth. <laughs> <laughs> having, having viewed one of the scripts, you are actually not far off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hopes. I hope the BBC will commission another series of Sherlock and it will be 22 episodes long. Wow. <laughs> oh, Good luck on that That'd friend. be nice. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Here's my hope from it's earlier. The cheekbones, isn't it? The cheekbones oh. do it for you. I hope Sylvester McCoy will have a larger role in Hobbit 3. Because oh. he was barely into. I don't know, yeah. I was coughing up my lungs That's at just, that so consider, yeah. it's Considering Radagast the Brown isn't even in The Hobbit on the books. He's mentioned, but yeah. He's not, yeah. He's not actually in it. Yeah. He's doing okay, but yeah. Nice to have a bit more. Yeah. Again, plugging into one of my predictions and my fears, I would like, if Moffat leaves, I would like... Gators to get yes. the production uh, the showrunner job. Yeah. I think after watching the uh, the horror tale over Christmas, yeah. I think we could return if Gators gets it, we could return to uh, Philip Hinchcliffe Mask gothic of horror. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pyramid, oh, yeah. Pyramids of Mars yeah. type. That could suit Capaldi quite well, actually. Yeah. It would, yeah. yeah. Scary eyebrows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicely lit. They're looking pretty <laughs> yeah. fierce. And he was looking there. a bit Tom Baker with his wide eyes too, I thought. He was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that Peter Capaldi will make the role his own and be the best doctor in the whole world ever. <laughs> I put that simply, I hope Capaldi is a hit. <laughs> yeah. If you want to put it like that. You put more effort into the writing. <laughs> so, so instead I shall say, I hope the 12th Doctor has lost his memory. Oh, oh yes. yes. Mm. And one of my hopes and dreams then. BBC will attempt another mainstream SF drama, perhaps more adult and family-oriented, now that Torchwood is gone. Oh, Blake okay. Seven. <laughs> yeah, I could do, yeah. Might, might want to steer away from your dreams, Adam. We, we know what that's about. We've seen that <laughs> list. <laughs> uh, we've got a, a Gene Hope here, then, that we get a Doc 2 Easter special. Yeah, yeah, I think that's one of mine as well. And uh, a crumbly dream is that Jenna Louise Coleman, <laughs> who's your old crumbly name. Crumbly dream. 
uh, a Greasby trussed up like a festive turkey for the role of Anastasia. Scott's having a crisis. In the movie version Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. He's oh. clearly quite taken with uh, Jenna Coleman. Yep. His yep. I think we just uh, missed out the fact that Scott just had a crisis. <laughs> in the crisis chair. And this, this death comes to Pembley thing. Oh, yeah. All the critics think she's the only good thing in it. It is truly really? awful. I tell you what, I, I, unfortunately, the night that they showed the first episode, I recommend it. It was Boxing Day, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I recommended my nan liking period dramas go home and watch it because she had 20 minutes to get back. Yeah. She, she phoned me so up in the middle of it and goes, terrible. It Absolutely really terrible. was yeah. poor. Yeah. That's surprising. BBC women do very good period yeah, drama. It probably yeah. looked pretty. I know. think I, it, I, look it, looked, it looked very pretty, but I think it was, what is it, P.D. James? So it's yeah. A... <laughs> I have hope and dream then. I hope that Guardians of the Galaxy would prove its success, especially if you can. That's the trouble. This is the first time I've heard of Guardian of the Galaxy. I think they. I've never heard. Of I think they're not not too. yeah not being disrespectful for anything, but I think they're B level heroes in yeah, the Marvel, Marvel universe. I hope I remember not to watch 3D films intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the the double subtitle. Yeah. Oh dear. Gene's got loads of hopes here. Oh come on then, Gene. Oh, Gene hopes you don't get another split season. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that there's a Blake Seven remake. If it ever happens, it's not terrible. Many due to the negative impact it would have in any other TV sci-fi. She also hopes that the BBC changes mind and we get a third season of Ripper Street. She hopes that Izzy lets me use my laptop without jealousy. <laughs> Try <laughs> typing on a laptop when your lap is being shared with a cat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she hopes that I get more Who and Steampunk Adventures this year. Oh, yes. She hopes that Steve Moffat moves on and the next exec is both good and willing to give it more of their attention and be good. And finally, she hopes that we get another story released from the original series of Who. Yes. It's in the like, more found. Oh, yeah. That, that's definitely one. Yeah, definitely for a hope. I hope that Phil Rumors Morris are... finds many more episodes. Rumours abound all the time, but what do you yes. think? Yes. <laughs> Anybody else got any more? Nope. nope dreams that's it. Okay, I've got a few I've more. No dreams here. left. We have feeling. one here from Andy. Okay. Yep. El Presidente's fervent dream desire for 2014, apparently, according to Crumbly. Uh, Gillen will be trussed up like a festive turkey <laughs> for the role of Anastasia in the movie version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Didn't Grey. he just say that I about think, uh, yeah. I said Louise Coleman? Coleman <laughs> yeah. Himself. Yeah. I think he's having a fixation there. He is a bit. My final two hopes and dreams, Anne. Peter Jackson to direct a Doctor Who film Yay. Yep. after nice. his yep. Hobbit days are over, in conjunction with Moffat. Yep. His uh, Hobbit days. Yeah. Yeah. They're not far off now. We've got through two of the three films yeah. it's not far before he can do something else and they work together on um, Tintin of course they, yes. they know each other yeah. Irish doctors of course and that <laughs> yeah. and my final hope and dream with the success of Netflix production model allow them to do some good original SF mm. on Netflix yeah, yes, nice. that's a nice one yeah. we'll have to get Netflix good stuff that is it isn't it for our hopes and dreams I think so yes yep. fears and our predictions so come back in a year's time and find out how wrong we were exactly yeah. especially Tom hopefully Tom yes <laughs> <laughs> time right you've been writing to us again you lovely lovely people thank you yeah, thank, thank you. you thank you we've heard thank from you. adrian thank you thank hello adrian thank you thank you, thank you. ow hello he adrian says, hello team merry smithmas everyone oh. i hope you enjoyed the special i know i did it was less omg and more oh <laughs> and that's okay firstly bbc america rebroadcast the day of the doctor so of course i had to watch it of the course. bonus they broadcast it with the paul mcgann minisode at the beginning oh, oh nice having that as a lead in really made the day of the doctor even better and mcgann mm. gets to be on tv proper again as the doctor <laughs> yeah what a nice christmas treat for us and him i imagine <laughs> come on bbc give us a mcgann special or six yeah 
I liked how Moffat tried to close up some plot holes, but we still don't know how the Kavarian, Kavarian, Kavorkian sect <laughs> blew up the TARDIS. Yeah. I would think the how would be of great interest to the Doctor. Nice exposition, Moffat, but not quite a cigar. That aside, <laughs> of course Matt's last days were on the planet called Christmas. A 500-year holiday where he can build toys, fiddle with gadgets, same thing really, dance like a loon, and yep. save everyone in the name of his people. Perfect plan for an episode. It did seem a little light after Day of the Doctor, but I suppose that is the point. The Doctor is more at peace with himself than he has been in hundreds of years. And, well, it is Christmas. <laughs> oh, I loved Handles, even oh, if his yeah. name was a pretty bad holiday joke. <laughs> Handles, Messiah. Handles, Doctor. Ha ha. <laughs> also, the Doctor made out with a lady Dalek. Idris and River might have something to say about that. <laughs> and did the Capaldi Doctor ask Clara if she knew how to fly this thing? Yep. yep. Does he not even know it is the TARDIS? Does he not know what a TARDIS is anymore? Oh, boy, Clara's in for some trouble. Looking forward to it. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to send a quick note and say Happy New Year. I hope you had a very merry Matthew Smithmas. Be seeing you, Adrian. <laughs> Thank you. P.S. <laughs> oh, Not sure how true this is, but apparently Smith is in talks or was in talks with the Star Wars Episode 7 people. Yes, I could I see that. him as a goofy Yoda-like teacher of Jedi kids, but I could also see him as a behind-the-scenes villain. Who knows? Maybe we'll get Darth Smithmas or Jedi Matza Smith on. <laughs> and then he's put a, he's put a, a web address leading to that information. We will stick it in the show notes. We'll oh, stick it somewhere. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Thank Adrian. You. Yes. Well, he did get that role in that uh, Ryan Gosling film off the back of Doc 2. Yeah. Gosling Ooh. turned on to Doc 2 randomly on TV and thought, got to get that guy in the film. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Great. We have one here from Gareth. Hello, Hello, Hello Gareth. Gareth. Hello, all. Well, that's Christmas done for another year and another yeah. Christmas special in the bag. And what a mixed bag it was. <laughs> I found the story a bit thin and stuff just seemed to be forgotten, like the angels in the snow, and it all seemed a bit rushed and some pretty quick explanations for the crack and the silence, and surely Room 11 should have had John Hurt in it rather than the crack. That's what I was assumed. And why do we have another companion declaring she fancies the Doctor? Yeah. However, fair due to Jenna Coleman, who makes the most of a pretty thin-sketched character. Yeah. I found the appearance of Amy a misstep and a bit yeah. of a slap in the face for the Clara's character. Nah. And I'm still not sure what I think about the regeneration. Surely there should have been a Geronimo in there somewhere. <laughs> so, all in all, not a great episode, but Matt Smith was superb in it. And to be fair, he has always been great, but has ended up carrying some below-par stories. And while the Moffat era isn't my favourite, the amount of bile he seems to be getting at the moment is a bit over the top. Right, well, now, onwards to 2014. A new Doctor, a new series. Can't wait to see how it pans out. In the meantime, thank you for another great year of staggering stories, and I'd like to wish you and all the listeners a very happy and safe new year. Thanks, Gareth. Thank you, Thank you Gareth. Thank you, Gareth. I think the um, Weeping Angels were as rest. There's a mirror, wasn't there? The docs put a mirror in front of one of them. Oh, right. If you look very carefully, it was a very uh, brief shot. I'll have to go back it's and watch right. it. Yeah. Not from the doctor scrawled at the bottom of the mirror and the, oh, the uh, right. Weeping Angel looking at itself in the mirror. I'll, I'll have to go back yeah. and watch it. It's a good Although excuse to watch it again. The bit where the doctor marches into battle with the silence. Yeah. Yeah. And they were behind him. So yeah. did he yeah. think he was walking on his own? <laughs> <laughs> did he not know he was actually marching into battle with them? Yeah, 
changed a bit because I'm sure it used to be if you saw a silent, you don't remember ever having seen, seen one seen before. Silent. Yeah, but here Clara remembered having seen it when she saw yes. it again. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's a different. MO. It's, again, he, he like the angels. He always every time he appears, he tweaks the mo slightly. Yeah, another thing I've got to mention is the angel grabbed Clara by yes. the uh, yeah by the leg. It didn't take back her in. in. Well, it, we grabbed, know, it doesn't it, always. No, it no, grabbed, grabbed River. Yeah, and it also grabbed the uh, the, the pastor, the oh, soldier in the two parter. They were yeah, uh, right. He had him had him round the neck. Yeah, didn't zap him back. That was different. For some reason, that was completely different. That two parts. Mm. Yeah, but it also if in the Manhattan, river, it took yeah. it grabbed her at the wrist because he had to break her, her wrist. Break to her un- wrist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was very weakened, wasn't it? It was in a bad state. Well, these ones have been in the snow for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> They're a bit cold. Damn cold yeah. stuff. Snow. Actually, we've heard from Gareth, and now we hear from Will. Ah, hello, hello Will. Will. Hello, Staggerers. This feedback will probably be on a New Year's show. It I will. Yes. Yeah. yes. Good prediction. Yeah, I will send you some predictions next time. Ooh. Ah. I really loved the 50th anniversary special and Adventures in Space and Time. Yes. I think that was my favourite. Mm. But Peter Davison's sketch was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Day of the Doctor in 3D and it was brilliant. Yes. David Tennant seemed very at home in the role. Speaking of Tennant, I watched Nativity 2 recently. <laughs> oh dear. Bad as people say. It's wonderful. No, well, here's a quick review. It was brilliant and funny. Okay. <laughs> Adventures in Space and Time was amazing and almost made me cry. I really enjoyed it. Only and- almost. <laughs> <laughs> and the good news is it's repeated on Christmas Day or was repeated on yes, Christmas Day. Yes, it was. Yeah. I've also finished series three of Buffy, so oh. I will let you know what I thought. Amazing. Yeah. With lots of exclamation marks. <laughs> Very uh, Ian Levine, all in capitals there. Amazing. <laughs> Best episode, Lover's Walk. A really good funny episode, mainly Spike, except when Cordelia, spoilers, gets impaled and breaks up with right. Xander. Yep. He deserved it. Or Bad Candy. I guess that's another episode title. Yes, Bad Candy was good. Yeah. Worst episode, Beauty and the Beasts. A bit dull. Best character, Spike. In that episode, he was hilarious. The bit where he wakes up in the sun almost made me cry with laughter. Yeah. Does he nearly burn in the he sun? Bur- he bursts into <laughs> flames, bursts into flames. And runs oh, around yeah. the crypt trying to put himself out. Ah, okay. Faith and Oz were good too. You guys should do some commentaries of Buffy. It would be good to hear your opinions. It's one It's one of the things we've toyed with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One... I've seen all Buffy. I could join in in that. There's yeah. a Doctor Who reference. Is there really in Buffy? Yeah, series yeah, a six, I think, isn't it? The, the, with the nerds. three nerds. Yeah. Yeah. But perhaps when uh, B5 finishes, we might turn our attentions yeah. to Buffy. Yeah. Maybe we get to the end of season three of B5. Yeah. yeah. But then he puts, that's all from me, Will. Oh, okay. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. <laughs> right, so we have another one here from Adrian. Hello, Adrian. Adrian. So I was re-watching the special. Okay. He was kind of mean to Clara, wasn't he? Flaunting his old flame in front of her and asking her to wait outside. Yep. <laughs> And of course, tricking her and leaving her, sending her away twice. Yeah. All made crappier since she now fancies him. When did that happen? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a subconscious thought. I happen to think Asda Man's a damn sexy man, but I'd never say it to him. <laughs> damn Oops. that truth field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it, she, it doesn't matter now. She could say it in that episode because he was changing into Capaldi. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, she, you're lovely too. She won't fancy him now? I, I don't Too know. old. He is nice. Oh, he's, he's quite a good looking bloke. Dash. <laughs> but anyway, Adrian continues. She always seemed more like Donna to me. The intimacy in the snowman seemed weird to me. 
Anyway, Happy New Year, Adrian. Thank, Thank you, Adrian. 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 Okay, we have a long one here from Jean as well. Oh, Jeannie! Jean, Jean Biggie from Jean. Jean. Is, is she a new listener? <laughs> Not sure she ever listens. <laughs> from Jean, long-time talker, first-time writer. <laughs> should, we, should we just skip to Reese? Has Reese left any feedback? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was she, very um, bitchy of you. Well done. She says, Dear Staggering Team and HOP, yep. I bring warm felicitations upon the advancement of New Year. Humblest apologies for my unintentional absence. She's, been she's not fe- re- feeling very well. Yeah, she's yeah. delirious. <laughs> yeah. Using big words. Yeah. The time of the doctor. Okay. Oh, has this not been received well in some quarters? People who often share similar views on who stories have been scathing, but I really don't get why. I really enjoyed it. Yay. Good. It did wrap up a lot of the threads that have been laid down since Matt's run. It had a regeneration that, for the first time since Equus and Tenant, maybe go what? Yeah. Yep. I love the high priestess of the mainframe, given she died several times, courtesy <laughs> of the Daleks, and is fighting in a psychopath she isn't the Rani having done a run and changed her tune ooh that's an idea mm. I can see why people didn't like it but I'm wondering if it is a case of expectations over delivery I think so it was a Christmas special but the only Christmas aspect of name the village and Clara's Christmas dinner people have got to use some Moffat stories being a little more Christmassy there was some snow around yeah. there was yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry to some he's not the first doctor to appear naked he's spared from space to get to see the third doctor's tan line during a shower scene oh yes <laughs> Oh, how yes. saucy. Sorry, HRP, for bringing back memories of your body. <laughs> <laughs> the regeneration is another point that seems to be upsetting people. Not sure why. It did the whole golden light thing, destroying Daleks instead of his TARDIS this time, and held off the t- final transformation. I thought it was fresh to do it, the quick changeover, as yep. regeneration has become samey, and whilst I like the gold energy, it's nice to see it shaken up a bit. Very yeah. Planet of yeah. the Spiders. Yeah. yeah. There have been comments on the Time Lords giving him a new cycle as a cop-out. Why? Well, how else well, was he going to get what it? what we knew was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's like all Clara, that could happen, really. Clara getting fragmented. We could see it coming yeah. a mile off. Clara yeah. getting pregnant. Fragmented. Fragmented. Oh, what is it? Fragmatised. <laughs> There's not a lot of alternatives. Either the Doctor had to be more than the Time Lord and actually be immortal, still regenerations, but from whom? And he wouldn't anyway. Or create his own machine or whatever it is the Time Lord's used to bestow new life cycles. And if he could, so could the Master, and that would have turned up by now. So it was Time Lords or nothing. Yeah. yeah. Let's face it, they owe him for saving the planet. He's the only one who can pull them back through the normal universe. Universe. Yeah. So they are either paying a debt or being self-serving. More likely a bit of both. It was win-win, wasn't it? Yeah. They help him, he helps them eventually. Dutch direction. I know I had trepidations about Matt's casting, not because of his age. Itchy chin. Mm. I had played <laughs> that up for the podcast. It would have been boring. Matt's <laughs> going, Pooey's great, Devil's Advocate. I have to say, I was not impressed with his first season. Mm. But looking back, I think that may be more Moffat than Matt for me. But Matt grew as an actor and into the role. Whilst I felt he could not deliver on a strong speech... So if it had been Dalek, I would have just shot him at Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. He brought a different aspect to the character and rightly sits in the canon of Doctors and is not at the bottom of my list. She doesn't say who is at the bottom. <laughs> More Moffat than Matt, I like that. Yeah. Fortunately, I think that just as there were those who didn't give Matt a chance, I know someone who refused to watch any of his stories, they're mm. lost. There are those who are going to be similar about Peter C. But I'm looking forward to his interment as a Doctor. And now to all our listeners, may I wish you a good new year. Here's to a new Doctor. TTFN. Jean, South East London. Sick bed. P.S. Oh, oh. (laughs) I got some lovely presents from my fellow staggerers, but I could have done without the lurgy fake (laughs) king. Sorry. (laughs) I don't think while you were sitting in the corner finished kissing each other. I know, I know. We knew we shouldn't have done that. Uh, I've got to to agree with Jean at some point in time, is the Doctor could not have actively seeked out 
a new life stream. Yeah. A new, it wouldn't have fitted with the character if he went so out. It would have been the master. Yeah, yeah, it would have been too self-serving. And, so uh, it, it's got to have been an accident or forced upon him. Given to him, yeah. Yeah. Also, I hope it's not the Rani, because the Doctor's been snogging her. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's quite cleverly, I don't know if Moffat planned this, but shouldn't Matt's come back in the 60th or the 75th or whatever? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Her, no matter how old Matt Smith gets, you would never look older than he did at the end of the episode. The end, <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Any more feedback? Right, do we have a couple of bits of audio feedback? Ooh. Okay. Let's start with Naya. Hello, Hello Naya. Naya! Hello, Staggering Storytellers. I'm going to try this new app. I'm going to try to catch up on an awful lot of things to talk about. Uh-oh. <laughs> The most interesting, from your perspective, I would assume, would be Chicago TARDIS. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And I have to say, if there was one Doctor Who convention to be at this year in America, it was Chicago TARDIS. Thanks. Galley was a wonderful time, but TARDIS was amazing. (laughs) Because it was the anniversary year and the anniversary month, they had gotten as many people as they could get to come over. I, this really was much larger than the convention usually is, both in people attending and in guests there. And they had so many people attending, they not only sold out, but they had notices out saying, you can't bring Daleks, because there was no room for more than a couple of full-size Daleks tootling through the halls, because there were so many people there. We had three doctors in attendance. We had Peter Davison, we had Colin Baker, and we had Paul McGann. And what made that absolutely wonderful, of course, was... Now, finally, all of the 50th anniversary stuff was out. So we could ask Paul McGann about the Night of the Doctor. And we could ask of Colin Baker and and Peter Davison about the five-ish doctors. And in fact, one of the major highlights of the convention was Peter Davison left the banquet where you could have Sunday morning brunch with the stars and came for a director's commentary of the five-ish doctors <laughs> that was being shown oh, in the wow, main room. Really? Yeah. Now, originally this was billed as he will talk all the way through it and give us lots of insights. And then he polled the room and discovered that half of the room hadn't even seen it yet. So he didn't talk all the way through it. But he did give us lots of little details that were just fascinating. The woman doing Sean Pertwee's makeup in the beginning scene is his wife. (laughs) She's also catching the baby in a later scene. That really is, those really are his sons. That really was Colin Baker's family. Everyone that he asked to be part of it was an enthusiastic supporter. Except for Tom Baker, who, quote, did not let us down in letting us down. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else... There were parts that were written on the fly because originally he just asked Peter Jackson, will you please do this reaction scene of Sylvester McCoy not being in his trailer? That was the original written scene for Five-ish Doctors. Spoiler music, I guess. (laughs) And he gets the response, not only will I do it, I showed the script to Ian McKellen and he wants to be in it. (laughs) So that whole extended scene was written because Ian McKellen... Sir Ian McKellen wanted to be in the Five-ish Doctors. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and, oh, golly, now, of course, some of the finer detail is going away. Yeah. At least, I have to say, Peter Davison got to be in the room 
on the line. Why are we doing this? We're doing this for the fans. And 1,700 people just went nuts. (laughs) The whole room just screamed. And the room was, of course, packed to capacity for this. So that was really cool. That was really fun. He did say that it was too late for them to get this into the 50th anniversary CD, uh, DVD. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm being attacked by a cat while I try to record. <laughs> because um, I'm... Duh, duh. It was continuing to attack me. Beware the leopard. Anyway, um, they, he missed the deadline for that. But on the other hand, one of the reasons why it looks so good is when he went to Stephen Moffat and said, will you be in this parody that I'm doing for the 50th anniversary? Yeah. Moffat gave him a camera crew and yeah. a budget. Oh, Not a very nice. big one, as he complained a couple of times. But, <laughs> I mean, Stephen Moffat was totally behind on uh, the whole thing, going, yes, do it, do it. And apparently not until the end, when he saw a rough cut, he was like, wait a minute, I'm the villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yeah. the other piece of trivia is that whole long extended bit with RTD at the end yeah. Yeah. was, in fact, ad-libbed. ad-libbed. Yeah, yeah. Surprised. He, he had asked Russell T. Davies to just do the bit, oh, I hear you're doing this, I'd like to be in it. And that was how they were going to end. And instead, Davies just went on and on and on and on. And Peter Davis and thought, oh, well, it'll be really funny to just cut <laughs> yeah. back and forth. Yeah, so there was that. And there was also, I mean, I'm not even getting into all the many, many companions and other guest stars they had there. <laughs> on my Facebook, I, I didn't film it, but it's oh. out on Facebook. So I'm assuming it's out on YouTube at this point was the the Carol of the Companions. Fraser Hines had written this 12 Days of Doctor Who thing, and they had up all the old companions coming out and doing it. It was just this carnival of love and adoration and joie de vivre in fandom, or joie de fandom, however one would say that. (laughs) Which I suppose is a very nice memory to counterbalance the fact that I am just finding out now about Caitlin Moran and the absolute anti-fan disaster that was the Q&A for the advanced showing of Sherlock in the Empty Hearse. And it's a sad, sad thing when someone decides that they're going to grandstand and embarrass the actors, embarrass the fans who are doing nothing wrong by collaborating and enjoying and producing works for ourselves in our own area. So it's it's very sad that the the Q&A was derailed like that. And rumor has it that the BBC is asking people not to post it anywhere, which I could imagine they don't want to. It's it's kind of a black eye for everyone involved. So I guess I'll just go back to saying, well, Chicago TARDIS was at least a celebration and a love and a joy of fandom. They... I don't actually know how to end this because by the time I send this out and you read it on air, there's going to be Sherlock the Empty Hearse for real that has aired. And I'm sure Sherlock fandom and I will be going nuts. In the meantime, I have received your Christmas card. It is up on my mantelpiece. You can actually see a shot of it on the Facebook underneath the sleeping cat. We've we've had a look. And uh, have a wonderful holiday of your choice. (laughs) Or by the time you've read this, I hope you have had a wonderful holiday of your choice. And I'll catch you on the next one. 
Thank you. Thank you, Naya. Thank you, Naya. What was this Caitlin Moran stuff? There was a and a with uh, Cumberbatch and with Martin Freeman. Yeah. After the Empty Hearse was at uh, wherever they showed it, the BFI. Somewhere. Yeah. And uh, she's TV reviewer of one of the major papers. Times, I think, isn't it? Yeah. And um, she got Freeman and Cumberbatch to uh, read out a fan fiction slash fiction oh right and uh, embarrassed them quite yes. badly uh, Jesus. And, uh, she generally really played up in her piece how sad desperate sad fans are writing all their slash fiction and stuff like that and uh, it was all rather nasty very no. unprofessional yeah. there as well yeah yeah, yeah. there we go who is <laughs> one arse who tries to spoil it for everyone yeah. else yeah. and she even named the, the person who wrote this original piece of fiction and uh, yeah. they put on their blog how they've never intended to be seen by yeah. the actors and yeah. well that's not what that sort of thing's and, for god yeah, I know I know it was very mm. bad but, uh, oh dear well I hope she gets in trouble for <laughs> it Caitlin well, Moran arse of the year <laughs> she's she's done some Doctor Who panels yeah. at a time um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the last one she does for the BBC yeah. for a while I'm wondering if she thought everyone would think it was funny and just completely misread. Yeah, maybe, maybe, and then laid in a bit to the people who wrote it as a way to deflect it from her. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Coward. Yeah, maybe. We just don't know. But it was unpleasant. But on to happier things, we hope. Uh, yes. We've got a bit of audio back from Reese. Hello, oh, hello, Reese. Hello, Staggering Stories, and Happy New Year. Well, yeah. Happy New Year. maybe not a Happy New Year when you record it, but Tomorrow, Happy New Year when you release it. It will be. Happy New Year for whenever it's applicable. How are you all? Fine. Good, good, good thanks. Well, I hope you're good, because I'm not going to waste any time here. I'm going to move straight into talking about Time of the Doctor. Good man. Ooh. After I'm my initial, to... oh my God, Matt Smith is gone. Possibly <laughs> my favourite Doctor is gone. Yeah. I quite liked it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Stephen Moffat gave himself a big mission statement, so to speak, when he said that he was going to answer questions for the past four years of Doctor Who, three seasons. Yeah. Hang on. Four years, three seasons. Hmm. Yes. Something yeah. feels like it's missing there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, another season. Oh, sorry, I'm very judgmental about that. Season still. Seven and eight. He gave yeah. himself a big task to do, and I think he did it well. Yes, I was disappointed that some of the questions were just answered in three or four sentences sitting at the table, like the big one that I was asking, the only one that I was still asking, really, who blew up the TARDIS, and that was just dealt with straight away, kind of almost throw away, but it still worked for me. He had a big task, answer those questions, say goodbye to Matt, introduce Peter... And have a credible story in its own right. I don't mean a standalone story. It would be impossible to make this a standalone story with those questions yet to be answered. But it was still a nice premise, like a, a, a launch pad from where they could answer those questions from, so to speak. In that, the Doctor lands somewhere on a planet called Transalore with a truth field around it in a town called Christmas. He's left there for 300 years where he uh, uh, becomes the old man who saves the town by fighting monsters and fixing the toys. That just works for me. That's a great... One, it's a great idea. A great premise also for the story. And three, it's a fairy tale esque image that comes to mind in an idea, which yes. is kind of what his era has been. So it works. Very Moffat of fairy What tale. also yeah. worked for me is how Stephen Moffat wrote The Doctor. Now, I've got a comparison to The End of Time. I actually got a few comparisons to The End of Time yeah. here. Stuff that didn't quite work for me in the, the End of Time. But I will say it here. I like The End of Time, both parts... I even like the end where it's farewell to all the companions and all these different people. I like that. And introducing <laughs> Verity. It was a nice little nod to the show's past. Yeah. But there are things about it that don't work for me, I will admit. It's not a flawless episode or two episodes by any stretch of the imagination. No. So I'll go over those now. Number one, my primary one being how they wrote the Doctor. 
in that as soon as he heard that he was going to die, as soon as he met the huge and heard that he was going to die, the Tenth Doctor became all mopey and depressed and I don't want to go type attitude. And that didn't work for me. That didn't really fit him. Whereas in this, I mean, there are a few moments where he was back to his good old self, like worst rescue ever, but only a few (laughs) lines like that. Whereas in this, the 11th Doctor got to be his usual bubbly self, even after he heard the name Trenzalore, which is probably, if they had swapped their roles, where the uh, 10th Doctor would have gone, oh dear, I'm going to die. And to be fair, the 11th Doctor was the one who was going to die because he'd used up all his regenerations, whereas the 10th Doctor wasn't going to die. But this time around, it worked so much better, just the way the Doctor was written. Even though, like I said, he had the right to complain, he didn't. He stayed his usual self, which was good. And I think that attitude of the character reflected in the regeneration itself, which is my other comparison. Like I said, I like the end of time. I like saying farewell to the companions and all that. I do like it. I appreciate it. But I do agree with some of the words said about it, which is uh, the big ones I pick up on. uh, It takes too long. Yeah, it could have been shorter. And it's self-indulgent. The two bits that I don't like are the Doctor saying I don't want to go, which is a self-indulgent bit for me, and the Ood appearing to sing to him. That was a bit too long and very unneeded, the Ood singing to him, kind of pointless. Even actually all the aliens in the bar scene were kind of pointless, but I will accept that because we got Captain Jack again, and I like Captain Jack. But as for the rest of it and the actual saying goodbye, um, something people use to criticise it in a bad way, they use these words negatively, is self-indulgence. Now, if it's the right sort of self-indulgence, I don't mind. By right sort, I mean kind of Doctor Who being self-indulgent about Doctor Who. The show itself, or the character in a way, being self-indulgent. I point at the 50th anniversary. That was quite self-indulgent to the show and the fans and nostalgic and self-referencing. And it worked. It was beautiful. I've said it before. I adore that because I just appreciate that so much. But one line that broke the fourth wall was I don't want to go because it felt like RTD, David Tennant and the 10th Doctor saying it rather than just the 10th Doctor. Whereas this, for me, worked a lot more for a few different reasons. One, Stephen Moffat isn't leaving with Matt Smith, unlike David Tennant and RTD. They both went together. There's a monologue before it, so it doesn't feel as out of the blue. And it also, despite the fact it was Matt looking at the camera at the end, was just Matt and the Doctor. You could see the Doctor there, you could see Matt there. It worked. Yes, it was self-indulgent. That was pushing the boundaries for me in that definition of self-indulgence, in that it wasn't just Doctor Who being self-indulgent towards Doctor Who, but it still worked. I mean, it had me in tears, so it worked. Um, <laughs> yeah, I cried it. Oh, sad. Um, he rusted, didn't but he? this works no, a bit better because, again, it's not out of the blue. There's that monologue that builds up to it, I think. It works. As for the regeneration itself, as in the reset and the regeneration, um, Mm -hmm. there's a great theory going around that I first heard on the 200th episode of the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, plug, plug, while we're recording it, which is the further and further a Time Lord goes along their regeneration cycle, the more violent and dramatic it gets. That's explaining, other than the fact we've got more technology and budget to uh, (laughs) achieve the special effects we have nowadays, but it explains why the new Who regenerations are a bit more dramatic than in old who regenerations yeah but that even works if you compare new who regenerations the mel's into river one wasn't as dramatic as certainly the 11th doctor reset before he actually did do the changing part of the regeneration yeah the reset was kind of he did explain the regeneration cycle being used to getting used to being in this body also i think he was trying to make it as violent as possible by swinging his arms around kind of like getting all his energy to throw a cricket ball sort of thing or a baseball <laughs> and getting all the energy of the regeneration 
cycle and energy so you could blow up the Daleks yeah but if you compare like sense. Mel's even to Tenants, Tenants is still more violent than Mel's and than yeah. the Ninth Doctors yeah. if you compare the Eighth Doctors into John Hurt or John Hurt into the Ninth Doctors they're still a bit more understood well a fair bit more understated than the um, Tenth and Eleventh so yeah. I like that theory it works what else I've been going on for a while but there's so much more to say <laughs> Actually, I will take this opportunity to plug something. If you want to hear the, my opinions on the rest of the episode and all the rest that I have to say, which is a lot, yeah. you can hear it on the next episode of Who Is The Man podcast. Hey, plug, plug. Hey. But to wind this feedback up, going back to the regeneration scene, um, this is surprising how much I love her. You know how much I love her. I've sent in feedback agreeing with El Presidente about how much I love her. <laughs> and just about all my podcast episodes, I do mention something about how much I love her. Um, I don't know how happy I felt about having Amy appear at the end. Mm. It was nice to have Karen Gill in there, yeah. but I preferred if it was just a two-hander between Clara and the 11th Doctor. Kind of like Preston from Regeneration at the end of Season yeah. 1 was just between Rose and the Ninth. And you could have another little moment in the post-regeneration children in need scene you could have another one of those that would be nice for me but yeah. never mind I'm going to go more into detail about that on my show so plug plug yeah. but talk about Clara yes one of my hopes for her Shh, I've mentioned me. it on here and on my show and on Facebook and in various <laughs> other places is that I want a bit more character development yeah. for her and I yeah. think we're heading down the right path with her already for character development I think after having a bit of a season seven part two rewatch recently, I think actually people are overlooking how much character development she had. I mean, she had gone downhill a little bit compared to her appearances in Asylum of the Daleks and the Snowmen. But yeah. by the end of it, I think she's back at that level of character nuance and <laughs> development and backstory. I think she's there again. And I think we're heading down the right path both from watching that again and seeing how big a thing it is that she did go into the Doctor's time stream to save him from the Great Intelligence without knowing that he would save her, and then he did, obviously. But also in this, her loyalty was one of the best bits about the story for me, about still not giving up on him, going back to save him, going back to see him as an older Doctor. Talk of the time was into saving him, for God's sake. That's, just, that's brilliant, to be honest. Mm. And also, in the regeneration scene itself, I was really upset and torn up about... Matt's acting and hit the regeneration, but the way she played it in that scene was just gorgeous. It was just yeah. kind of hope. Because yeah, we have to remember, yeah. at the beginning of this story, she did say she fancies him a fair bit <laughs> because of the truth field. <laughs> and at the end, was, I saw a bit of hope that he's young again. I can, I could probably admit that to him now. I like him and I want to spend a lot more time with him because I like this guy. And then he explains that he's going to change. And then her desperation at him changing and not wanting him to change was what really tore me apart. Yeah. Really well played. Uh, but quickly, before I go, I've gone on for a long time, but I will just say this. Thank you very much, Matt. It's been fantastic. And welcome aboard, Peter. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And also, this is the first time I think the new Doctor looks absolutely fine in the old Doctor's costume. But I think that's because it's a gorgeous costume anyway. Yeah. Speak to you in Soon? Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Reese. He ran out of the room on his hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody's really mentioned uh, the fake Amelia. <laughs> and nobody's going to. No. I had no problem with the fake Amelia. I realised that you obviously couldn't get the real Amelia Because in. she's like 23 Yeah, now. she did say on her own Twitter feed uh, a day or so later, it couldn't have been her. She'd no. grown too much. Yeah. It was shot so very I, carefully. I, I had no problem with the fake doctors running past Clara in uh, Name of the Doctor so I have no problem with the fake Amelia running up the stairs got a real real pond there in the end (laughs) if you'd like to write to us we'd love to hear from you send us your emails at show at staggering stories dot net 
Woohoo. <laughs> Woohoo. Next time we might be talking Sherlock, I suppose. Yes. I yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, my bum's gone to sleep. <laughs> and about that, too. <laughs> right, can we go home? It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> yep. And so that comes to the end of another Staggering Stories and another year. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yeah. We'll be yeah. a year by the time you hear this. Yep. Not there for us yet. Nope. So long, 2013. Yep. Hello, 2014. So join us in the the golden bright new future of 2014 2014 2014 2014 so from me real keith goodbye farewell goodbye so long Thanks we've got no fish. go bye bye at the end so that's good oh bugger you've been listening to the staggering stories podcast episode 175 featuring Come on! <laughs> Adam J. Purcell, Keith Dunn, Karen Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The, Have you got any homes to go to? The views expressed here are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. Look at the time! No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been a El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Corey, get out of it! I'm sorry, I cannot suck you if you're looking at me. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, you have to get the Dalek store just right, don't you? Yeah, I just don't like it when it's looking at me. <laughs> the big eye stalks sort of staring up your nostril. Mm. Did you know the Queen can spot a oh, yes. clip on bow tie from about 30 paces and hates them? Really? Yeah. Allegedly, yes. Oh, poppers, okay. Ah. Well, as in amyl nitrate or? Party poppers. <laughs> <Party> poppers. <laughs> we could pretend to all be really ill. <laughs> Not Dying. much acting required no. there. <laughs> okay. <coughs> you do a selfie. With a bow tie. Let's see if it worked. It did work. Selfie with a bow tie. I'm oh, sorry, I hear <laughs> selfie and I still think what? <laughs> well, I'll have a look through my photos, see what I've got for you. <laughs> no, just Happy New Year and pull your thing. <laughs> it's, um, like a multitask. Thing. You're not really <laughs> <laughs> Party popper. Party popper. <laughs> Good God. You wasn't improving the situation anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good evening and welcome to the late hour with Keith Dunn. My cough is better than yours, and it is not put on. So, meh. And my bow tie is cooler than yours, because it exists. My bow tie is delightfully floppy. <laughs> so many other things in life. I'm not allowed to say balls. Someone says I've got to say baubles. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently I have an obsession with balls. It's probably because I've been denied. Meow! <laughs> 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 And now, the first in our series of jokes from across the multiverse, Klingon s***. Probably not a great joke, but... Well, I'll just pass it to you then, shall I? I won't download my Well, you've had half a bleeding hour to download the news. Jeez. Now it's frozen. The child locks on. We could work those out. It's a bad day for me. Can't be trusted. No, Amy Pond not live here. No, no, she say you go away. She say you pervert and me dial nine nine nine. You get me more lemon pledge.
What are you looking at? Is it a spider? No, I've just realised <laughs> Tom Baker was wrapped in gold foil. That's how he spends every Monday. Oh, I thought that... I'm no, bad. it's a gold foil. I thought that was C-3PO. No, it's a gold foil Tom Baker. Good grief. He's wrapped in gold foil. <laughs> you sick, weird. <laughs> it is. Baby's going away tomorrow. Been put down. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Moving rapidly on. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Because I haven't thought about my hopes because okay. I because I don't have any. Oh, baby! <laughs> yeah, why not? I bruised what? my hand. Oh, would you like me to kiss it better? Not really. No, it's sore. Off. He's kissing his own hand. Actually, that's mine. <laughs> We're done. Uh, <laughs> we've got some uh, ah, cool. jean back. Jean back. Baron Jean back. <laughs> Stiletto. I think she's written it in Cockney. Hey, I must be. Uh, I'll make up my own uh, interpretation of this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>